What's going on, people? This is Steezy's Trap House. Welcome yet again. This is show number 43. Over here to my right, I'm switching up the directions again today. <laughs> Surprise oh, you. man. Yeah. I gotta keep these motherfuckers on their toes and shit. You know, you know. Over here to my right, we have got good friend of the show, Clarence Beeks. What up, what up, what up? Good to be back. Over here in the middle, we've got... Good uh, representative of the trap house, Mr. B Rock. B Rock, not a friend, just more of an acquaintance. <laughs> representative. <laughs> I'm a representative now. I've been knocked down a few classes. I say he's not my friend. Oh, I say he's not my friend. Oh, B Rock. Oh, get the slayed. fuck out. I'm getting slayed already. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> trap house. I don't know what to say. No. No, I love you. I, I wouldn't leaving. I wouldn't put that on. Sorry you. guys. Unless you really want to leave, you can leave if you'd like. No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I almost I almost got in a car wreck on the way here. Well I didn't. But you know. We'll get to that in a second. We gotta we gotta introduce our, our other person over here. Over here to my left, <laughs> we've person. got returning representative. No, this is the fucking main Wait, name. I'm a representative too? I'm yeah. like, how come I got demoted? You guys got the goddamn theme song. <laughs> you got and, demoted uh, in his class. <laughs> if I'm demoted to B-Rock's level, I don't know if I want to be here oh, either. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> shots fired at B-Rock. B-Rock's like my favorite person on the show. I don't know why I'm like taking down him. Thanks. Right this that's is a, like that's the first time I've heard someone say that. <laughs> this is like Leonardo da Vinci, you know, telling you about the Mona Lisa. Do you know what I'm saying? Because... Frank came up with a theme song, so Frank Source. He did. Yeah, right. Technically, I think it was 50-50 him and someone else. It was, yeah. It was me and Ian. Didn't you say you still had to do something to the to the song also? Something yeah, the, the snare is really loud. Oh, fair it's enough. It's just yeah. like leveling stuff. Like yeah. We were really drunk when we made the theme song. I love it. And it's my no, favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's dope. It, it came out really great, but like we were too drunk to actually mix it properly. Like, oh, yeah, the snare is great. The snare is like... If anybody's like into audio engineering, they heard the track, they'd be like, fuck, that snare is loud. So that's really all that needs to change. Oh, well, I definitely noticed it from the very first time I heard it. And I was just like, hey, they just really wanted some extra oomph on that yeah. snare. I just it's I like wanted to hear the it. snare in my headphones. Exactly. Well, that's that all being, headphones. That all being said, snare. we've got a Frankosaurus Fresh here in the studio. Yo, what up? Actually, my name is now Frankie Ray. Because I'm an aspiring R&B singer. So oh, nice. Look out, my mixtape's going to drop. Nice. What's the name Is of the mixtape? Is that mix what tape? your road trip was about? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find yourself? Yeah, it's it's exactly what I did. I was on the road. I found myself and decided that I'm going to be an R&B singer named Frankie Ray. Wow. You met at the crossroads? I did, What's yeah. the name of the mixtape, Frankie Ray? I actually haven't come up with a name for the mixtape yet, but uh, I've been... Uh, shooting some ideas back and forth. I was going to call it uh, the Young Frank Blackcock. Oh my god! This is this is a most soulful, uh, you know. This is a legitimate blues guys. Come on, really want to do this tape? Well, I 
I mean, you know, like the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the young Frank Blackhawk. What'd you think I said? Love songs from my taint. Oh. <laughs> Volume two. From my taint to you, baby. Taint it's very you. bluesy. Taint, tainted love. Make sure you get a credit on that for that title. <laughs> Almost like his taint. His taint is very blue. <laughs> How do we always get right into the tape? Varicose veins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I'm, no. I'm getting the laser procedure to get rid of those. Okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> when Can I get you, my money be, together. It's got to be a more sensitive area. <laughs> nice, fresh-looking taint. To, to be honest, since I don't know anything about them, is there a way to get rid of varicose veins? I think with a laser, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think the... The way to solve any kind of cosmetic problem is laser, laser, yeah, or uh, <laughs> or Botox. Laser it off immediately. A needle. <laughs> no other things needed. Just lasers. Laser me up, doc. Just laser. Hit me with the fucking lasers. Where do you want me to point it for two hours? <laughs> Turn that shit up to one point twenty one gigawatts. So Get what are we all? What, what are we all sipping on here? Might I ask? I've got a pint of champagne <laughs> with a splash of orange juice. Yeah, I was going to say, it's you can tell the difference between, I guess, how your drinks are mixed and how Frankosaurus's drink is mixed because his has such a light, pallid orange yeah, look, hue to it. Look how dark it. this one is compared to yeah. his. Yeah, both B-Rocks and Clarence's drinks look like orange juice. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell there's alcohol in it. Frank's just looks like the fucking worst Sunny D that's been left out for I can a month. See through it. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. like giant. They're all in giant glasses. That's the and it's very pulpy. There's a lot of pulp residue. Yeah, there's a ton of pulp. Yeah, I do like the medium pulp. I'm sorry, everybody. medium pulp. No, is don't good. apologize. Yeah, it's like a smoothie. Nice. <laughs> I love a smoothie with my alcohol. Mm. kind of kind of reminds me about the uh, the milkshakes that I had on the cruise. Those alcoholic milkshakes. Ooh. Sounds like a white Russian of sorts. Kind of, yeah. They're so fucking good, too. And then uh, I pooped crazy after that because of the... <laughs> I knew where this was going. Dude. That's why I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm also lactose intolerant. And on my birthday, I had the bread idea to have a checkers milkshake. Oh, God. And I went to, <laughs> I drank it and went to sleep. I woke up a couple hours later, doubled over in pain. Like the so, my stomach hurt so bad, my back was hurting. And was there yeah. other stuff? Did you have other stuff from Checkers or just the milkshake? No, it, yeah, I also had like a cheeseburger and okay. some other terrible. You had to have shit. the fries at least, right? Yeah, and fries. I'm pretty sure I got the the fries smothered in that cheese. I wanted to say, oh, it's, God. it's not. That's why I said oh, that cheese because I don't think it's actually cheese. It's, it's just cheese product. Cheese like product. <laughs> yeah, you like purged yourself out for the year. <laughs> it was it was awful. You no, know, like it's a brand new year. New birthday. Let's just clean the system out. It says oh. it, it says it like right on the big fucking can of cheese. It just says cheese product. Really, <laughs> like gooey cheese product. Yeah, anything with product in it. <laughs> oh, so avoid. That was that was rough. That was a good way to start the birthday year. Yeah, and celebrate. Yeah, I mean, there had to be drinking too involved. Here it's your birthday, so I mean, just to decide to eat that food. You know there is drinking involved. Yeah. Those, those checkers fries are so yeah, good, though. Yeah, I mean, you can have a sensible checker, checkers meal, you yeah, know? Man, you, you gotta, no, I know that that's what happens. It's the, I che- know. it's the products that got where to you, Where was man. it? The because products are what took you over. Is this where, you know, where you're on your road trip? Like, where you at home base? Or? This was home base. I was literally only in Orlando for one day, and it happened to be... Well, technically, it was the day after my birthday. So you but. came back and celebrated with a checkers <laughs> feast. Yeah, yes. Diarrhea. For one night, I was in Orlando during that time period, and oh, that's I'm, what I did. I'm back in this shitty fucking town. Let's <laughs> destroy my bowels. Basically, yeah. And my bowels held up pretty good on the rest of my travels. That was really the worst of it. And it was It's because you, you gave them that immune boost. It's like a vaccine. 
Yeah. It's a shock to the system. Exactly. I was like surprisingly <laughs> healthy. I mean, like, all right. So you I'll, healthy? I've never heard oh, of such right? a thing. Exactly. No. Yeah. I went from, let's see, from May 8th till pretty much the end of June. I traveled the entire United States. Damn. Doing went. doing what? What were you traveling for? So the start of it was for a tour. Um, I was doing visuals for an artist named Robert DeLong, and it was on the Ex-Ambassadors Robert tour. Robert DeLong dick. DeLong dick. Yeah, exactly. That sounds pretty <laughs> fucking cool, though. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Ex-Ambassadors, but they're, like, really poppy. Like, you'll hear them on the radio. Like, their music videos on YouTube have, like, 80 million plays and shit. God and, damn. Like, they're, like, in car commercials and stuff. Like, God damn. So they're very popular. They're getting that real fucking money they're getting that real money so like we were doing like sold out shows in all the major venues in major cities like uh we did uh house of blues in boston uh then we went to portland maine which when i first saw the schedule i thought that was portland oregon so i'm like oh shit we're going from boston to portland oregon then to rhode island that sounds like a fuck (laughs) schedule but then it's like portland maine i'm like oh that makes way more sense it's coming together a little more clear now yeah so we did um house of blues in boston then we went to portland maine we did rhode island then went to washington dc uh went to newark new jersey we went to new york city ithaca new york then back to New York City, and then <laughs> flew me to Miami, <laughs> and then that's when I started the road trip. How do you guys, how do you all travel like that? It's like a big, like, I know the band all travels in a van. I mean, like, do you have a big van for the whole crew, or? So the ex-ambassadors had, like, one of those giant fucking tour buses uh-huh. with, like, also a trailer for all their equipment. We okay. were, we're opening for them, so we're, like, a notch down. So they flew me out to boston from there we were traveling in what's called a sprinter van yeah like a big white work van yeah basically except it was black and it was like a mercedes benz so it was like pretty oh it was one of those mercedes vans okay exactly those things are nice they're fucking nice yeah you got like a tv in it even though we never used it and it's got like xbox in it which we also didn't use what yeah that's all i would have been doing in there no you know what you we would do is we would sleep because we were on a really tight schedule. I mean, we were doing a different city every night. Fair enough. And we were, like, sense. maybe sleeping four hours a night. And all the drugs, too, you know, that, once they... That did happen, yeah. Um, <laughs> you'd be I surprised. Just, I was just stabbing in the dark. Yeah, you, you just you went for it. Confirm. Holy shit. No, yeah, I mean, Allegedly. it wasn't... There was... It was mostly just drinking and stuff, but we did, uh, we did eat some acid in New York City at Times Square. That was pretty fun. My God. That what was that like, like crazy time. <laughs> the last There's place. so many lights and yeah. people. I told my roommate about that, and he was like, was your soul burned by commercialism? And I was like, actually, no. I literally was just looking at the fucking lights like, oh, dude, look at that. Like, there wasn't no deeper thought than that. It was literally just bright fucking lights. Yeah, the lights are, yeah. must be dope. No, laughing your ass off. No, oh, spiritual, yes. no spiritual discoveries, no epiphanies. Nope. Just, I think it's Sony. And I even then I had even more of a hippie thought. I was like, you know, it'd be dope, man. Bass Nectar played here, and then his visuals were on all these LED LED screens. Like that was probably the deepest thought I had, which is kind of wow, kind of not deep at all. That's what's happening on this year's New Year's Eve show. Dude, that'd be amazing. New Year's Eve with Dick Clark and Bass Nectar. That's God what I damn. was thinking. I was like, New Year's, Bass Nectar, 
Times Square. Well, I thought Dick Clark's not doing it anymore. I think he's dead. Yeah, I think he died too, didn't he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Whatever. I think so. He's just an old guy. I don't even know. Yeah, now I think it's Carson Daly or something, right? I don't know. As I'm far just, as I know, what's his face? Um, uh, Dave Thomas is still alive to me. I don't even know. Is that oh, the Wendy's? Wendy's? <laughs> he's fucking dead yeah. forever. He's yeah, Wendy's dead. gone, dude. <laughs> if he's alive, he looks like the Tales from the Crypt Keeper guy. <laughs> he'll he'll always be alive in my heart. <laughs> Dave, I got you, buddy. I got you. Shout out to Dave. 2012. Shout out to Tales from the Crypt Keeper. You and your fine ass <laughs> daughter. <laughs> Who, Dick Clark or Dave Thomas? Dick Clark. Damn, Dick Clark's actually dead? I don't even Do know confirmation who Dick on that? Clark is. is yeah, he, he, I'm guessing he's a guy that does New Year's just from what you're saying. Well, used yeah. to. Apparently he died yeah. in 2012. <laughs> well, RIP. Was it 12? It says uh, November 29 to April t- uh, 2012. Yeah. I had no idea. Or Dick cared. Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. <laughs> yeah. Good old Dick. I thought it switched to like <laughs> Ryan Seacrest Dick after on that or something. Heart attack at the age of 82. God damn. Boom. Damn. Jesus. R.I.P. Dick Clark. Later, yeah. Dick. <laughs> see you later. Don't want to see God. you anymore on my series of shows. <laughs> bringing bad karma on yourself. <laughs> yes. The gin is speaking clearly for me. Sorry, everyone listening. It's like but half not a sip sorry. of gin, he turns into it. Yeah. Uh, most people I've ever met that drink gin are angry. Hashtag sorry, but <laughs> so not also sorry. Also, like 50 year old women <laughs> who are probably also angry. Yeah. I guess they, and the Venn diagram overlaps. Yeah, so I, I never said that. We're all drinking. We're all drinking orange juice drinks, but I'm I'm drinking gin instead of the sensible mormosas that everybody else is drinking over here. Yeah, from the outside observer, you would think we're all have the same drink right now, but yeah. no, Steezy's well, except you, is and on. you you definitely not because yeah. you poured your entire <laughs> glass full of fucking champagne. You're like, yo, I, guys, check this out. <laughs> it's full glass, man- is like three quarters full of champagne. Yeah, it's I managed a- to get half the bottle. In this one cup. <laughs> Jeez. That's professional. <laughs> That's how you do it. You, you fill up the pint glass all the way, and then you hit the splash of orange juice. It's not like your regular restaurant that you go to brunch for to get your mimosa, and they give you a little pussy amount of champagne. No, you fill it all the way up. Almost all 16 ounces. Well, champagne, just, bitches. What kind of champagne? Are we, drinking, are we drinking the double. Moad? Is this the good stuff? <laughs> no, we're drinking Andre. Yeah, we're drinking Andre. <laughs> drinking Andre, baby. Yeah, uh, no, we're... Yeah, Andre's not bad. This is 7-Eleven's finest sh- cold champagne. It's 7-Eleven's yeah. Moet. <laughs> I mean, it's their finest and young. their only. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, it is their finest. let's get back to your, your tour, my friend. So, yeah, was, yeah, let's hear this. so was this your, your first tour that you could say you've, you'd been on? Um, yes and no. Um, it was my first like major tour. Like before that I did what's called a corporate tour where I did like the whole Southeast, but it was like doing like student events type things. Like basically still really like high level productions, but for like 2,500 like high school kids versus like this was like 3,000 people <laughs> at Terminal 5 in New York City. Wait, so you were playing at high school? Show. That's a big difference. Oh, you played, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. No, it wasn't cool. at a high school. It was like at like major convention centers in the South, but like it was for like high school students and stuff. But this was completely different. This was the first time where I was going to like major venues and major cities. Right. You, you know? hook up with any of those high school students? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> um, Damn it. I've got a funny story about Shit. not hooking up as well. Um, but anyway, so yeah, um, we did like Terminal 5 in New York, which is like fucking amazing venue. I got to meet ASAP Ferg, which was pretty fucking Nice. Dope. You met ASAP Ferg at the airport? That's awesome. Not that. Oh my <laughs> God. What a bad joke. 
For the record, Terminal Five is a venue in in downtown. I was gonna New say, you, dude, I hate, I hate the design of Terminal Five. I think it's like the worst design. Really? I thought it was yeah. cool because it's like the three layers. You know, like it's like I don't know. When you're on the stage, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's just it, it, like, it looks cool when you're on the stage. If you're like, I don't know, I got. I used, when I lived there, I went to a few few Terminal Five shows. I don't know what I, when I, I liked it. Not a lot. to not to knock on. That's that's a that's a big fucking deal. When I go to New York, I don't. I've, I've never been there. I go to this little hole in the wall place. I, hold, I go oh, this, man. I go to this little hole in the wall place called the Forty Forty Club. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but oh yeah, it was uh, just where, one of your random friends, Jay Z. Usually, and, where uh, I frequent, yes. <laughs> was ESPN on the screen? ESPN is never on the screen. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a bold face lie in that song. They just uh, they're watching lacrosse. They got some soccer going on. Now. It's usually uh, Sunday Curling. gospel. Cricket. Curling. Sunday yeah. gospel. I I see the BET worship hour on there every time I'm in there. The forty forty club. Because I'm usually there at Sunday, eight o'clock in the morning. Well, let me let me get get back to this <laughs> yeah, sports thing. Let's, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> so uh, I'll talk about the forty forty club all episode <laughs> if you let me. So you know, just so, letting that be known. <laughs> So this this tour, this Jim's got, got me feeling some type of way. Some type of way. Um, this tour came on very quickly. Like the people that brought me on to do this tour, I had done a, a cruise ship gig with them in March. Um, it was for something called Inception at Sea, which is one of those like EDM style cruises where it's like you know music twenty four hours a day. They take you to the Bahamas. It's like all free drinks. Like D- define EDM for How our do you listeners get who the do not drugs know what that on is. board to that, dude. <laughs> that's actually crazy. Oh, They're shit. very easy to get on board. The hard part Taking is them getting off. them off. They are. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, there was a lot of drugs being ingested at like five in the morning on Sunday when you're supposed to leave because getting off the boat, they're more worried about you having drugs right. and getting on the boat. So yeah. So what is this shit. EDM you speak of? Uh, electronic dance music. I mean, I use that as a pretty broad term because huh. I think that yeah, never heard of this. <laughs> never heard of this. Yeah, these kids with their light sticks and their their mollies and <laughs> they fucking go crazy. <laughs> they're druggers. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, I did that gig. Uh, that's a story in, in and of itself. But um, as a result, the company that got me for that, they called me in May and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna fly you out to Boston in two days to do this tour." I'm like, "Fuck, um, yeah, sure, like, okay." So that was like crazy because I had this whole road trip planned where I was going to go all over the country, visit all my friends, check out spots to live, play some shows. And I had been planning it for a little bit. And then they throw this tour at me on a two days notice. Damn. So I do the tour and I literally get back the day before I'm supposed to leave for this road trip. So I'm like, fuck, man, like I feel ill prepared. I'm not sure if I'm ready to just get in my car and drive across the whole fucking country. But it was funny. My mom was actually like the inspirational one of this. She's like, you better fucking do it. I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You better fucking go. I'm like, all right, mom, you're the best. I'm still going. So that led me to ending up in Orlando on my birthday with the whole checker shake incident. And yes. I was after seeing Calm <laughs> Truths and oh, Starfucker. Nice. Actually, nice. did you go to that show? I did not go to that show. <laughs> I wanted to, but. I was probably being a lame ass somewhere asleep in my bed. Didn't you win tickets for my show actually on that? No, not for I that one. Got, I got, I, no, no, I, I think he bought did. tickets oh, you're to him. and okay. I got some free tickets, but I got them through Harry, I believe. Oh, word. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if you called in for that. I, you did get me free tickets for the San Holo show. Oh, you mean you called show. in and you won free tickets? Perfect. I, yeah, I called in, got free tickets from your show. 
Nice. For San Jose. The crop report. WPRK. WPRK. 11 to 1 p.m. Thursday. Best or 1 a.m. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. So I began this journey across the country and to, I don't even know how to really tell the story. Um, I went to Tallahassee. Then I went to Gulf Shores, Alabama for Hangout Music Festival, which was freaking awesome. I can imagine. Um, I didn't have a place to stay there. So the first night I ended up sleeping in my car, which if you sleep in your car in Alabama in summertime, it's, it's like a thousand degrees. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I basically woke up, like I had to strip down to my boxers. So like, and my car's not even tinted. So I'm sure somebody Jesus. walked by my car and saw me like in my boxers. Fucking drug addict. You're in drenched. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> drenched in sweat. Like just looking awful. Look at his goddamn ponytail. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn. But luckily, that was like the only night that I had to sleep in my car in the entire trip. So like, but it was at the beginning. So I'm like, fuck, man, this is like a sign of things to come. Like, I, I feel like this is going to happen a lot. To find a tent quick. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping so bag, something. The second night, I ended up in a hotel room on the beach, which was great. But it was in a bunk bed designed for children. Oh, man. That was like literally cut into the wall. So like, oh man, <laughs> you have your like front torso in there. And your legs are sticking out the side. For for people listening, I'm about six foot three, about two thirty five now. Lost a long weight, but uh, this was like a hobbit bed for me. And God damn, dude. There was no way for me to stretch my legs, but whatever. It beat sleeping in the car. Fair enough. I yeah, was gonna say, time. yeah, any anything inside with air conditioning probably beats sleeping in the car. Yeah. The you third night, I ended up on a couch in a different hotel room on the beach, so that was good. I uh, was running around in a Pikachu onesie in the burning hot sun <laughs> on a variety of oh, levels. On the beach? On the beach. Jesus, man. Yeah, that Pikachu onesie was very sandy. Damn. So this Pikachu onesie has really shallow pockets, <laughs> and my phone fell out. And the funny thing is, the last time I went to Hangout Fest, this exact same thing happened at literally almost the exact but location. But you were wearing a In Charmander the- outfit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that time I was wearing something fairly normal, not a Pikachu onesie. So I'm like, fuck, it happened again. So I'm looking for the fucking phone, and I asked some stranger if I could call it from there. She calls it, and some chick answers, and she's like, hey, yeah, I found your phone. Um, We're heading back to our hotel room now if you want to meet us. I'm like, all right, cool. Where's your hotel room? Turns out she was staying at literally the hotel room next door to where I was going to stay that night. So it was like crazy fun coincidence, and she was hot and had hot friends. So that was like kind of fucking awesome. So you fucked all of them. High of course, that goes without saying. Yeah, yeah high man. schoolers, underage, lined the whole them up. Nice. <laughs> yeah, all of that last part was one by know, one, knocked them off. <laughs> Just ticked, ticked them off your hand. One, one felony at a time. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, no, that didn't happen. So, anyways, from there I went to Austin, Texas. Don't be so hard on yourself. We all know it happened. It's okay. I, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> went to Austin, Texas. That was cool. Um, that was my first time like going to Texas. So I was like, yay, Texas. Then I drove to Phoenix, Arizona. That was a 17-hour drive. From Texas? From Austin, you just Texas did it straight? to Phoenix. Yeah, God I did it straight. Damn, dude, yeah. that is crazy. I woke 17 up at hours? Holy shit. Four, I, uh, was, I hit the road at 4 a.m. And I got to Phoenix sometime around, I want to say, like, 7 or 8 p.m. But then there's also a time change that happens. So 
Right. Yeah, shit. Crazy thing is when you drive from Austin to Phoenix, you actually get stopped by the Border Patrol multiple times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. When you go from Texas to New Mexico, they stop every single car. And I was a bit concerned about it. Um, but then, you know, it wasn't an issue because took care of some things that w- wouldn't be an issue. Fair enough. So anyways, I, I go in through Border Patrol and I'm like still concerned because, you know, I'm getting stopped by Border Patrol. They like take one look at me and like, white guy, go on through. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to feel nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, OK, I guess that's my white privilege for you, the day. You could have <laughs> been Use in a, illegal. I would have stopped you if I was at that Border Patrol station. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You could have been an illegal Hungarian immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't think that's on the top of their list Hungarian, of what they're looking get out for. Of here. They're looking for people like me. <laughs> yeah. If it was. That's like the that's like a guy I saw at brunch this morning at my little breakfast spot right down the street from the trap house. This brown man was in there and he had a shirt on that said, I just look illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I gotta so ho- good. I got to hold up the little ohm chain. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> this is, we're the peaceful ones. I don't know. <laughs> don't discriminate. He's got a weapon. Hold on. <laughs> so his, his phone's really a weapon. Get him. <laughs> Get that motherfucker. So going through New Mexico, New Mexico looks exactly what I imagine Afghanistan looks like. Like Damn. there's mountains. It's, yeah, no. It's there's like desert wasteland. Greenery everywhere. Yeah, I saw Breaking Bad and the place looks fucking terrible. Yeah, dude. And there's like those little mini dust tornadoes everywhere. I guess they call them dust devils. They like yeah. it's a very dusty place. Huh. Like, it's just like dust and mountains and just like it. I imagine that's exactly what Afghanistan looks like. Then uh, when you cross from New Mexico to Arizona, you also hit Border Patrol again. Arizona is fucking beautiful, though. Crazy, like, rock formations. Still very deserty and uh, nothing fucking around. Hotter than Alabama. Yeah, well, I'll get into the temperature (laughs) thing. You'd be surprised. The hottest place that I went to on my entire trip, where do you think it would be? And well, granted, I, I went, went all uh, the way, but I, just to say, I would cover the entire United States. Where do you think the hottest place I went to was? Washington. Close. Hmm. Somewhere in Montana. Oregon. It was Portland, Oregon. I was about to say yeah. Oregon next too. Hundred and seven degrees. Wow. Yeah. When was this? Hot, yeah, it was the hottest day in the God history damn. of the Northwest when I was there. Jesus. Hundred five, and then one hundred and seven the next day. But uh, so yeah, and then. I'll get to that in a minute. Going from Arizona to California also gets stopped by Border Patrol. So that's like three Border Patrol Jesus. stops going from but Austin to LA. they never actually stopped you. They're like, Nope. Oh, they no. go, oh, wait, go through. <laughs> no, seriously. like wow. they, they actually do wave through most of the cars, but apparently they used to be stricter on it. I don't know. Maybe when Trump's in office, they'll give everybody a cavity search. And- oh, great. <laughs> I can only hope so because I haven't got my prostate checked yet and I need to. So yeah. yeah, hopefully they'll do a little it's like a- DRE, digital rectal exam. Yeah, man. Two birds with one stone. Poor man's colonoscopy, you know, yeah, just my- go through Border Patrol under a Trump administration. <laughs> yeah, I just got to drive. I got to do a U-turn up here real quick. Hold on. <laughs> just got to drive a full on, you know, 40 to 50 hours over there to, to get gonna Border Patrol to It's going to be me. big. We're going to check your prostate. It's going to be good. <laughs> It's like, uh, why are you checking for drugs in there? Tell me if you feel any abnormal lumps. <laughs> we'll see if you got cancer. <laughs> did you guys hear we'll that? Check you out. Did you guys hear that uh, I don't like those mosquitoes clip from him? No. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. I'll, I'll see mosquitoes. if I can find it. Keep talking. 
So what yeah, you were doing shows out here while you're doing that though, like when you're stopping, you're doing a yeah. Well, not every stop, uh, especially that part. That part I actually had to move really quickly because I had a show in San Francisco on May 28th. So from when I left um, Gulf Shores, Alabama, I think I left like on the 20th. So I only had like eight, eight days, days to get to San Francisco. So I had to breeze through that. Like I literally drove 17 hours from Austin to Phoenix. Went to a show that night where I was staying with my friends, but then I woke up early in the morning and then drove to Los Angeles. And then literally stayed in Los Angeles for one night and then woke up early and drove to San Francisco. Like, Damn. it was like real quick, back to back to back kind of Giant stuff. lengths, too, right? Like, well, yeah. Los Angeles to uh, San Francisco, like five hours or something? I don't know. Now, I have no idea. That was really cool. Um, normally, it would be five hours if you take what's called uh, California. Well, see, that's the long way. I there, The short way is the five. The State Road 5, and that's just a boring straight shot. Now, if you take the Pacific Coast Highway, right. it's like 11 hours, but it's the fucking most beautiful drive you've yeah, ever damn, taken. I really want to go on that, man. I did that. Oh, I did that. that's I took dope, a lot dude. of footage. Um, you basically go like 25 miles an hour because you're driving on fucking cliffs. Right, sure. you're on the huh. side. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Going south on that must be terrifying because when you're going south, you're literally like on the, the cliff side. Oh, but when wow. you're going north, you've got that other side. Yeah, you've got like the other the side of the barrier, yeah. Exactly. So, um, Fuck. I've got, the, I've got this awesomeness. I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I just... That is an unheard of number. The Democrats... Ooh, there was a mosquito. I don't want mosquitoes around me. I don't like mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. like those mosquitoes. I never did. I never <laughs> did. Speaking of mosquitoes. I was never a fan of the mosquitoes. I don't like those mosquitoes. I never did. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of mosquitoes. Speaking of mosquitoes, <laughs> what <laughs> race is he going to talk about next? Oh, he, he just talks shit on Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. oh that's, okay, that's fine. Like, here, uh, I'll just. Uh, Man, like he's just so quotable. I like mosquitoes. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad I became a citizen like right when this shit started. Yeah, okay. you picked the wrong it makes time. It worthwhile. <laughs> it's, uh, well, oh, well, it's, actually, no, it's yeah, crazy good to me that this man is running for president. It's fucking crazy. He's the nomination. Ronald Reagan already did it. We shouldn't be so surprised. I'm not I was, super surprised. You know what? Yeah, that's yeah. so accurate. He basically is like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan yep. was like a B-list movie star from Westerns and shit. Like, yep. he had zero Don't background. you remember, like, fucking yep. Back to the Future, where it's like... Where he goes back in time and they yeah. don't believe him and it's like, who's the president now? And he's like, Ronald Reagan. And they're like, what? <laughs> the actor? <laughs> yeah. no <way>. Right. <laughs> that's basically that's where pretty we're much at. Yeah. Oh lord. That's where we're at. Now it's real life. <laughs> but his is you're Sad. fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, did you hear what he when he you're picked fired. his VP? He's like, Mark, Mike Pence, you're hired. Like it was supposed to like, be like a play on the you're fired yeah. thing. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. so hacky. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Drunk His man. base ate it up. I'm oh, sure. I know, I know. They they all just loved it. They loved every second. <laughs> Anyways, oh. now that now that I got my mosquito fixing for that, yeah. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I when, thought you all would too. When you take the Pacific Coast Highway from Los Angeles to San Francisco, <laughs> there's this place called Big Sur that you can stop at. I went to Big Sur. It's just like massive waves. Looks like some shit out of like fucking a movie. Right, Doesn't look they real. They do like surfing competitions there, right? I think that they might. Um, I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I Wait, just, is it Big Surf or Big Sur? See, I sir. thought it's Sur. Okay, because like all surf. I thought was, "Thank you, Big Sur." May I have another? Well, that's the first thing yeah, I jumped it's like to. S U R Big Sur. Okay, gotcha. So I cl- I climbed down this like 
mountainous path that says climb at your own risk, which I probably should have heeded that information because it was very dangerous. <laughs> Anyways, I get down there. I'm trying to do like a panorama. And I learned a valuable lesson. You never turn your back on the ocean because this giant fucking wave comes and literally knocks me off my feet and I fall like into the rocks and I swore I broke my arm for God a second. Damn. So, Holy shit. There was somebody else that was filming uh, too and they're like, guy falls on rocks. I <laughs> wish because it was Someone probably glorious. I look over and there was this one little Asian lady and she like saw it happen. She was like, oh. And I just start bursting out in hysterical laughter because I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> That's a good oh, Asian lady you impression. Fell a frog. <laughs> oh, you fell down. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> That's much better than my terribly racist Asian accent. <laughs> Mine's still a little racist, no, too. His was still very racist. It was like keeping it to the a little, stereotype. A little more accurate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little more accurate. Oh, you fall down. You come right back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we fucked on the rock. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Keeping oh, true with the stereotype. Frank, sir, you fucked me real good on raw. Yeah, I'm a terrible, terrible Asian knees. accent. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try because mine's going to be even worse. <laughs> uh, you fuck me rear good. <laughs> rear good. Rear good. <laughs> Holy moly. But really uh, really devolving quickly over here. One of the things about these really long drives was I actually listened to the trap house like on 90% of the drive. Why? Man, we got some, we at least we got some downloads. Yeah, someone. Well, no, these are all streams. Sorry, you son of a bitch, (laughs) you asshole motherfucker. No, but I think they download because my iTunes is subscribed now, so it's. Downloads yep, yeah, downloads okay, then, yeah, then they are downloaded. Speaking of which, uh, subscribe to Steezy's Trap House on iTunes, Google Play, or you're, Stitcher. You're already listening, you already that. do that. Yeah. Well, when you're driving long distances, if you're listening to music, you're going to fall asleep. Music will just yeah. lull you. Unless it's straight up, and then I learned this at the end, fucking like death metal. That's like yes. the only thing you can listen to musically. Yes, hands down. That's, that's pretty much what I do on those drives if I'm listening to music. The final push was all death metal, but... Most of it was listening to you guys, and so that's why it's surreal to be sitting I in this can't chair. You didn't, uh, go to sleep that. I mean, that <laughs> way too. I mean, it was interesting. Jeez, I just more faith. pictured pictured B Rock staring out the window <laughs> as I am now. Every yeah, everyone does. You're making he's the still same... kind of looking out the window. Yeah, you're See. you're making the same face that he made whenever he sat over there. And then like you know, Pure just it's a very quizzical oh, look. The, yeah. Well, it's just it's this whimsical bum sex happening everywhere. Yeah, man. There's like uh, there's a rag over there. It's probably full of jizz for us easy to step into. Yeah, there's a man. few black guys catching Pokemon. They're probably gonna get shot. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> the new thing, all the fucking the bums and the bum rags have been run out of town due to the Pokemon Go players. They're everywhere. They're like the neighborhood watch, but oh, they're yeah. everywhere. <laughs> we almost <laughs> stepped on a dead raccoon the last time we walked down there. So. Oh, yeah. That thing is still there, too. Well, not all of it. Just just a couple of its bones. They're still there. It's oh, they should give these Pokemon players incentives for like cleaning up trash. It's like, we'll give you free Pokeballs if you That'd be pretty nice, kill this actually. dead raccoon or <laughs> throw it out in the garbage or something. If you like take a picture of all the trash you picked up on uh, whatever road you were walking down, you we'll send give you it like in. an ultra ball or something. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know if they have ultra balls in Pokemon Go. I haven't got that far yet. 
I used to fuck with Ultra Ball. I don't even Ball, know sorry. what Ultra Ball is. Yeah. I'm it's out like of there's four, there's like four Pokeball rankings. It's uh, right below like my Pokeball, dick. Pokeball, uh, what is it? Like Mega Ball, then Ultra Ball, then Master. Yep. And there's only one Master Ball, and that catches anything. I've got two Master Balls. Ooh. That was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a little, little rundown. I don't play Pokemon Go. Uh, I for do. The record. I'm not gonna lie. You're back on we'll it. Get, we'll, we'll get to that later. We got. Oh, we got. We got to finish the tour. Right. So we're first. still in San Francisco. One thing about San Francisco is actually the homeless population there is a different breed. They're I've heard of like camp set up and shit, right? Like, well, yeah. There's first of all, there's a, a lot of homeless people there. I've heard they're they're brazen. They are, <laughs> and they're like the they're like crazy. Like they're legitimately like how so insane. Like. All right, a normal occurrence is seeing a homeless man yelling to himself at any point that you go and or here's the other thing. All right, we're walking down the street and I'm walking and every five feet or so, my buddy has to like push me. I'm like, whoa, what? Why did you push me? He's like, you just almost stepped in human shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Because about every five paces, there's human shit on the ground. So people are just <laughs> shitting on the streets? Yes. Yeah, that sounds Holy moly. fucking and awesome. It smells like fucking They're urine everywhere. Places. I've heard people joke about that, but I didn't think it was actually like a serious thing in San Fran. It depends where you are. Oh, excuse um, me. The city. This, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. All right. <laughs> so um, Wait, yeah, people in San Francisco, that. if you say San Fran to someone from San Francisco, they fucking hate you. Like They're like, fuck off. But it's my you first s- time in San Fran. Yeah, that's just, it pisses them off. They don't like it. But now this is where it gets real pretentious. I said, okay, well then what do you call it? They said, the city. Uh, oh, man. So it's like the only one. I'd exactly. Exactly. I'd I'm slap like, a, a hipster uh, motherfucker in his face right there for telling me that shit. Like, like even, a trap house beatdown. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like the geotags for Snapchat. Yeah. Like that's what it is for San Francisco. It's like a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge and it just says the city. Jesus Christ. Like they're really on that pretentious shit. Pretentious ass motherfuckers. Man. Yeah. Well, well, that's I, how they can spot a uh, untrue hipster, right? Like, yeah, if they if you say San you Fran, suspenders on and shit, and they're like, "What? Where are you? Where are you right now?" And you're like, "San Fran." Like, people get just, the fuck out of here. People just stopping you. Give me your where are you right now? Glass back. <laughs> Tell me now. Yo, I would stomp every one of it's them. Better out. be Birkenstocks, motherfucker. <laughs> I would stomp every single one of them out. I I wouldn't be able to take that shit. Yeah, that was a little much for me, but I was like, you know, this is a pretty cool place. I'll let that slide. But yeah, but it other than the human shit. That's that's what I was gonna get. Did you end up stepping any? I didn't, to my knowledge. Um, Damn it! So there's different parts of San Francisco, (laughs) and apparently the way they do it is the cops like will let shit go down in certain areas. Obviously, because it's all over the floor. Like people shitting? Yeah, I was going to say well, people <laughs> shitting? Like shit go down onto the concrete? <laughs> yeah. Shit going down, like, quite literally. <laughs> well, like, so downtown San Francisco, that doesn't happen. Okay. But if you're in the other areas, like there's an area called the Tenderloin, and basically the Tenderloin is like an open-air drug market. The gay slash, No, not the gay <laughs> district. The homeless <laughs> heroin addict district. Like, it's the area where you, you will just see people, like, shooting drugs openly. That's where you find me. You'll see very Is tenderloin prostitution. Like, you'll slang see for shit? shit. I, it could be. I it's mean, my, my dropping tenderloins. It's my first go-to whenever I go to the city. You can find me in the tenderloin. So if you're in the tenderloin, you basically do whatever the fuck you want. 
But, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, you ever seen that movie, like Escape from New York or Escape from L.A. Oh yeah, that, that's the Tenderloin. Okay, and so that's where they let shit happen, and then that kind of like gets out a little bit into this area called the Mission District, which is kind of like the hipster gay district, like right. the, But because it's cheap there, because it's close to the Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. So the Tenderloin is even now getting gentrified a little bit, but still, if you live in the Tenderloin, you're like really you're ballsy, because um, oh, that's God what's damn. happening around you. Damn. Um, so, but even in the Mission District where I was kind of hanging out, because that's like kind of the hip spot, there's still a lot of human shit, and there's still a lot of urine, like just very strong waves of urine smell will hit you pretty much every five. Feet. Ooh. Man, and we're really speaking good on San Fran here now. Well, yeah, yeah. Shout out well to you can't San say San Fran. I know it sounds horrible, but I still might be moving there because it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's like the weather's always like perfect. And when I say perfect, I mean like in the 50 to 70 degree range. You only have to dodge human shit every five paces. Only every it's five not paces. It's not like you step in shit every step. Yeah, right? exactly. But yeah. I was a little turned off by the fact that my friend Larry had to push me like, 10 times during our walk so I would avoid stepping in human shit. You basically have to look down all the time. Like, yeah, if you're playing Pokemon Go, you'd step in shit constantly because you're looking at your phone. Well, I'm already looking at my phone the whole time, which is pretty much just right past that. There's the ground, so, you know. Yeah. I've got that peripheral vision going on. Yeah, that's true. That actually might be good for that, then. Except for the part where the phone is blocking right in front of me. I <laughs> might just have to, you know, do a couple head thrusts to the left and the right to discern what's going on in my center. Yeah, in Pokemon. But... Other than that, you know, I've got a pretty good idea. Like, I feel like there's almost a radar that pops off for me when human shit is in front of me. <laughs> Maybe not dog shit, but human shit, yes. Yeah, like, it's your shit detector. Something is telling me beforehand, like, no, 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 no. Everything is wrong on this path. We need to do something to alleviate <laughs> what could happen here. Isn't it weird how, like, all right, stepping in dog shit's bad enough, but, like, the idea of stepping in human shit is that yeah, much worse. fucking worse. It's way worse. It is. Come on. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> What does that say about human beings and how we perceive each other? <laughs> well, I think because we think that humans shouldn't be shitting in the street. Like, that's something that dogs should be doing, right? Yeah. So, but know. also, I think, like, I perceive human shit to be, like, more disease-ridden. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably. If more you're than shitting likely, in yeah. the streets, you're probably not taking care of yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah, dogs and shit have crazy-ass bacteria. And it's funny. A lot the, of alcohol involved, The first too. thing someone would probably say whenever they step in dog or human shit, they'd be like, oh, this goddamn fucking animal can't shit in the toilet like a regular yeah, person yeah exactly that too that's what makes it so much worse like a dog is understandable a dog would be like oh this fucking owner can't pick up its its dog shit I don't or want fucking dog shit in the streets either though no I agree yeah. with you but it's more under- it's it's like it's it's more understandable we almost, yeah. we almost walked in a liquidy dog shit on the way to breakfast Ooh. this morning how do you oh, know it was dog favorite. shit Oh, I saw it. It was it was dog shit. You it, can discern. It was smell, like kernels I smell of dog it. food, some Purina in there. I could smell it. It just smelled like dog shit. You you know the the smell of dog shit. When you smell dog shit, you smell dog <laughs> you shit. You really get those Jesus nostrils Christ. flared up. Some strong words about dog shit strong on the trap house. From strong man. Wow. <laughs> Well, all right. So the reason so why there's really all these to drive that point home. Yeah. This yeah, is, there's did. a reason behind all the crazy people in San Francisco. I found out apparently uh, in the '90s, in both Nevada and in the state of New York, surprisingly, they had like these crazy budget cuts and they had to close down all these mental mental institutions, menstrual institutions, Men- menstrual institutions. Yeah. <laughs> no, they had to close down a bunch of <laughs> mental institutions. 
And so their idea was, we're going to give these motherfuckers bus tickets to San Francisco. Don't <laughs> know why. Oh, man. <laughs> but that's what they did. So and now we hate them. It's Fuck been em. proven. And so now San Francisco has a lawsuit against the state of Nevada. <laughs> and I think also against like, the, uh, parts damn. of New York. Greyhound. <laughs> the Greyhound. <laughs> they literally dumping these motherfuckers in San Francisco. And so the n- fucking Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. However the fuck they got there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a exodus of crazy homeless people down Pacific Coast Highway. I knew that there was homeless people going there. These fucking crazy people. Megabus got off it. easy. It was before their time. <laughs> so that's why they're different homeless people because they're all literally insane. So like, it's just like kind of accepted for like to see just a guy like literally screaming at the top of his lungs like on the corner, just it's, like, oh, that's crazy, Bob. He lives there. It's like, the proverbial <laughs> American homeless. You know, living situation. It's a melting pot of homeless people. Yep. They're from all over. It's it's what America strive to be. I didn't see any bum fights, but I ended up in the tenderloin late at night one night, and I was like, this is very (laughs) scary. Every time you say that, it just, it it doesn't sound (laughs) like what what it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, call it the tenderloin. I ended up in the tenderloin. It's cheap. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) There's. Ridden with bacteria. There's two words going on there. There's the word tender. And then loin. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, I think oh. loin is the kicker. Yeah. But it's like tender <laughs> loin. I don't know. Yeah, like, loins uh, are all tender. Yeah. So anyway, all right, we're getting who way too fu- focused I'm just thinking on of like a human nice shape. Yeah, who fucking named that? Yeah, I'm thinking of like pork loins over here. Yeah. I'm just like some nice Cuban food, you know? Ah, those dudes probably sucking on tenderloins for Well, that's, for that's what I'm shit. thinking when I... What, last time I went to San Francisco... I went to a show in the Tenderloin, and it was Low End Theory. Oh, nice. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we're waiting for the show to start. So the Low End Theory is in the Tenderloin? Yeah. Yeah, they got, oh. like, they have, there's other things. So the Tenderloin's kind of been, like, gentrified, and there's, like, adding some art artsy stuff to it because it's so fucking cheap there. Uh-huh. So, like, people will, like, open a warehouse and have rave there or whatever. So there's, like, parts that are less sketchy, but then there's parts that are, like, really, really, you know, like, oh, my God. <clears throat> so last time I go to the Tenderloin, we're about to see the Low End Theory. And we're just like walking around smoking a joint for the show starts. Mm-hmm. And we see like one of those like big party buses. And it's got like kind of like uh, tapestries up in the window, like tie dye like and shit looking shit. So this guy's like, hey, guys, you want to you want to come on the bus? Uh, the <laughs> midget strippers are about to show. Up. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, fuck, yeah. But then I was with Chris at the time. She's like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh man. man. Oh. <laughs> What a fucking bummer that is. God damn. Imagine what I think, I think, the I think night they like to be called been. dwarves. I don't think they like the word midget. Well, yeah. All right. Well, first of all, we've never been politically correct on this show. I was, I was about to Second say. Second of all, yeah. that was verbatim what he Clarence said. Clarence Beeks so. is trying to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Dude. the day. Yeah. yeah. After. No longer are the days of saying. <laughs> no the, longer will I say nigger, nigger on the show. And nigger, yeah. Well, well, first of all, going back to that. Your uh, anti-Semitic rant about Drake was the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> really? That was uncomfortable. I forgot about that. I, oh, I was really trying to make it uncomfortable. No, like, well, maybe I for, came across look, the wrong first, way. First of all, Drake inspires hate in a lot of people, so an anti-Semitic rant is almost like justified. I don't hate Jewish Drake. people. I lived with a Jewish guy for like two years. Shout out to Seth. And that's why you don't live with him anymore. <laughs> no, he moved to Pittsburgh, and I didn't want to go to fucking Pittsburgh with him. So. Oh, excuses. Yeah, uh, I know why you didn't want to go to Pittsburgh bring with that. him. <laughs> You want to bring that up, man? Fuck you guys. I'm not a fucking Jew hater, okay? I love all peoples. I really, really do. Anyway, so except uh, the chosen ones, except for yeah, and Drake. 
it's okay. The 144,000. I'm, I'm absolving you. I'm Thank saying you. it's okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> it was inspired by Drake, so it's yeah. okay. But yeah, so uh, San Francisco is at, as bad as I've talked about it. It was. I love it there, and I might be moving there. So um, shout out to the city. I mean, I guess it would keep you. It would keep you sharper. I'm visiting you. It'd keep you sharper as a human being because you'd be dodging so much human shit all the time. Yeah, man, we'll be walking down the street and you'll be pushing me out of out of like yeah, shit's way. Yeah, see, look at that. It'll all come full circle. It's, it's just preparing us for the dystopian future what? where those are actually landmines. Not to not to change subjects real fast, but when do they score a second goal? We're watching uh, this. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we're watching either. this New Dude, York I City. I need more shit. I do not even. Them. I do not even see it because I'm. I'm like sitting. Look, 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 yeah, look where I'm mind, sitting. I'm like right behind. Need a drink too? Yeah, I, I got you. Here, just take take this glass and then I'll I'll mos it up. Again, yeah, I'll mos it up. I'll I'll do that. Because you know, that's not a good spot to see this. I've already I've thing. already had a golden monkey and now gin and now this about water. to be champagne. I'll bring the champagne and the orange juice. In yeah, here. no, that that works good. good yeah, thank you. Pop bottles you. off. Watch out. Bottles of Andre. Start with straight shots and then pop bottles. But yeah, we're watching this uh, New York City Red Bulls. Or no, no, I'm, excuse me. This is New York City FC in Montreal. They're playing oh, right now. It's a lovely Sunday. Yeah, from Montreal. It is Do a, they uh, talk shit in French? or We like to eat poutine. I hope so. <laughs> I, I can definitely swear in French. But like, I don't know, man. French Canadians are different from French people. They're like the, they're like the Canadians of the French world where they have weird accents. And they're just kind of weird in general. Yeah. Poutine is heavy for me. It's very good. Don't oh, get me wrong. Poutine's so good. I'd oh, rather it's... enjoy it, but the cheese curds are just very heavy for me. Yeah, you and lactose intolerant motherfucker. Eventually, after eating it for a while, I I can't even taste it anymore. I don't know how else to describe it but that. It just it gets to one kind of taste where I'm just like, oh, shit. Gravy and cheese. I can't do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to go to Montreal and, and, do a, and, and do a trap house recording there. There's some fucking sexy ass oh, man. French Canadian. I'd, I'd love to. Because they just came over. The French came over and just raped all the Indian women, like native, the not my, not the dot Indian with the feathers. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not being no, just <laughs> not my kind of Indian, the other kind. So like uh, they came over there, they just raped a bunch of those uh, native Indian women, and then produced uh, good looking. Uh, Children. Yeah, that's what happened here too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I was no, gonna say true. my people too. Puerto Ricans also. Amazing how uh, somehow it skipped you. Most of our cultures just uh, work out with being raped. It's funny that you say that because on my mother's side, I'm half French Canadian, half Native Canadian for that exact reason. Oh shit! Yeah, you're more Canadian than I am. Yeah, I'm half Hungarian and then half French Canadian, half Native Canadian. So I am the product. That's of why you're that such a sexy motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, that's it right there. We nailed it. Well, it didn't skip me technically because the Africans that they brought over were raped also. All right, so just we a were, big rape. So fest. they just yeah. uh, continued the tradition. Like literally, whenever Frank, somebody uh, Fr- Frankie Ray or whatever he's going by has filled his glass up <laughs> about. He's filling it up a considerable a amount considerable again. amount. That's a good. We're I'm, looking at three quarters. I'm taking a picture this time. <laughs> I'm taking a picture this time to to show these fucking people. Yeah, make I'll, sure you turn the label around so we can see the Andre. I'll actually post this to the group. <laughs> they know it's the roast. Oh. oh yeah, oh, there it is. That oh, is beautiful. Oh my goodness, beautiful. I'll actually post this to the group for once i'm not going to <laughs> give me that champagne <laughs> give me that champagne Frankosaurus and he's got a dinosaur on his shirt so i didn't even it's i didn't, reptar, even, right? I didn't right? even get this glass washed out so it's just gonna taste like gin and champagne <laughs> it's gonna be so fucking nah. bad yeah, just be a little bit 
This is going to be horrible. Dude, Rugrats was a crazy Dude. show. Did you know that they were all Jewish in that show? Did we talk oh, about this? God. Oh, Thanks God. Really? Go to a different <laughs> show, bro. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> so then no, I went to it. Eugene, Oregon. Let's not get Clarence started again. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought that was funny. I just found that out recently. Does anybody like, else oh, need Jewish champagne before this, before this bottle ends? Does anybody else I need this? I think B-Rock needs some. Yeah, throw some D's. I'm on. good. I'm go. good. Oh god, this is it. You guys I'm finish that off. Reaching for this. Oh shit. Keep That's going. Good. That's good. Okay, sorry. Dude. Well, let me move on to Oregon. So the next stop was uh, Eugene. <laughs> I forgot Oregon. we were still talking about this, dude. <laughs> Trying to get out. I the got Jew to buy stuff. weed legally. Oh yeah. Like at a store. Allegedly. Just with a. Uh, no, oh, it, it happened. Legal. It was legal. <laughs> I bought weed legally in three different states. In Oregon, Washington, and in Colorado, and it's fucking sweet. You can buy like pre rolls. You can, you know, it's fucking awesome. That yeah. is pretty it's badass. Like a kid in a candy shop for you. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, I learned about people in Oregon or or I don't even know if I can say it. They love this shit called disc golf. Is everybody else on page with this? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Some night, like second cousins, I guess play. They play a lot of disc golf. Crazy. They just opened up a course in Claremont, but I've only played it like twice, but. I've played it. I'm more of a ball golfer is what they call them. <laughs> Disc golfers and ball, ball golfers golfer. have a feud going on. Ball so those guys smacking sounds. their balls around. Yeah. You just don't call it golf. They're wood. Golf, so. Well, what's so the... what, yeah, what's ball golf? That's just regular golf. That's when you <laughs> oh. think of golf. That's ball golf. Just whenever you think of the why term golf, that's usually what's... Golf? Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Disc golfers, they're going to... They okay. would just call it golf. If we both played disc golf, we would just call it golf. Damn it. Do you know what I'm saying? Damn it, Frank. You ruined the joke. So <laughs> Okay. Well, no, I'm really slow. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, it's, I uh, get it. You're a ball golfer. No, no worries. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lower class. How's the relationship between the foot golfers right now and the, the ball know. golfers? I have no idea. Foot golf? You know what the fuck is foot They golf? only have that. You uh, haven't, you haven't heard about the foot courses. golf? Uh, is this some troll that you're trying to pull on me? No, I'm, oh. it's a real thing. I can't <laughs> trust golf? you anymore. No, no, no. Clarence are on the same page here. We're both so no, out He's of trolled this. me too many times on this show. He's taking advantage of my Listen, you bring of up my cognitive abilities. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I have indeed done that. But no, foot golf is I a real I love Jewish thing. people, all right? I just want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to say it. Oh my I love God. all peoples. <laughs> I, I knew that I would be stirring some shit up by bringing no, that up. No, you're not stirring anything up. There's nothing to stir. <laughs> golf, golf course needs money. There's certain, yeah, there's certain golf courses that they offer the foot golf. And on the holes, I'd say probably there's probably, they split the, the hole up depending on how long it is, whether it's a par three or a par four. They'll split it up into one or two more foot golf holes. Right. So there might be like two to three foot golf holes on one regular golf hole. You know what I'm saying? But what do you do? You kick you the ball? Kick yeah, that's it. Soccer, you, and there's you like kick a the trash ball can. And there's and a huge... Uh, yeah, instead of your regular little golf ball cup where you, you'd putt the ball into, there's a huge one that the soccer ball can fall into. Oh, okay. This game sounds great. Where do we play? It's Dude, it's so uh, fucking hard. There's a few hard. courses around town that do it. It's so fucking it. hard. Well, this that sounds better than with disc golf, man. They get really into it. Like you have different discs that you use for yeah, different ones. I like, have a few disc golf stuff, but there's drivers, mid range putters, like you know. And what is it's just different frisbees? Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all basically the same, but like That's the edges ridiculous. will be different. 
That it's is fun. Absolutely. It's not like some it, white it, people shit, like, man. It is. It's well. It's we're talking about Oregon. I mean, it's free though. Yeah. That's the no, thing about this. There's places you have to pay to play it. Really? What? Yeah, we paid like three dollars to play at this specific place. But uh, basically, all right. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, three dollars. Jesus. I mean, it's okay. cool though. You basically just Highway get drunk robbery. and smoke weed while you play this game. And that's it's what like regular golf is. Yeah, that's real golf too. That's literally regular golf. At least it's transcended into the disc variety. It is fun because they'll have them like in these parks and stuff to where it's like going through the trees Mm -hmm. and there's certain different holes like, you know, through trees. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, I'm blowing bubbles. He's he's doing the pneumatic mixing method, which is. Is that really working for you? This is how James Bond had his drink done every <laughs> no, single time. No, he didn't. Yes, he no, did. he didn't. It was shaken up. I read all uh, the James Bond books. Sir. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ian Fleming did not write about he him blowing bubbles. into his fucking... That ornithologist blew bubbles in his own drink, goddammit, all right? <laughs> Fuck you guys. I know this is going to sound weird, bartender, but you can you take a straw <laughs> and stick it in the drink and blow into it, please? Yeah, That's I want a... blown, not stirred. Yeah, yeah. blown, not stirred. Well, I don't want them to blow it because God knows where their fucking lips have been. Everybody in the hospital Vitality industry well, is sucking lips, on each other's cooches in the back. Their lips aren't actually touching your drink. It's just the air coming it's the out air. of them. It's their nasty. It's their nasty that air. That might be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they like CO2. sucked a dick before. Now they got that dick in their CO2. Have you ever had a bartender? You know, they they do the they put the straw in your drink and they put their finger on top of it so they can sample the drink yeah, they they've made it. for yeah. you. Every time they do that to me, I just want to reach across the bar. And ever so calmly grab them by the scruff of the neck and just say, hey, motherfucker, don't do that again. I paid for that. <laughs> well, how many times do they have to try it? Be like, oh, and they'll get another one of That's those. what I'm saying. I paid for all of that shit. Don't fucking take from what I paid I for. I pay for all of like minus a, a tenth of an ounce or something. You know, yeah. I think it's worse when someone pours you a beer and when they're going to hand it to you, they spill like a good like portion of it because they're just a clumsy fuck. And then it's just like, no, what the fuck? Like, I just lost... Arguably 10% of my $7 beer. Well, that's me every time I open a beer, so I have no room to talk. Yeah, but if you do it yourself, it's one thing. Because it's like you paid for it, you could fuck it up. But if they fuck it up, I don't know. That That's taking a step further from yeah, me. No, I'm with you there. At least let what, they're sloshing it around when Give they set it down. Give people the Yeah, because they're like in shit. a hurry and they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so did, be, we, did we have more to discuss from the tour? I think we did. Yeah, we so, never finished. Yeah. Uh, Portland, Oregon. When I finally get to Portland, it it's was like the Odyssey. You've got something Odyssey. right here, also. 107 degrees. Good friend. I, I let friends know when they have shit in their mustaches. I lost my pants in Portland. God damn, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. the saying, right? That's the album name. <laughs> you saw? Did you see our good friend Hootie while you were I in did. Portland? Oh my god. I stayed with Hootie. That uh, that son of a bitch. Yeah, dude, hasn't changed. All right, so funny thing, Hootie is kind of renowned for peeing. Like peeing oh yeah yeah anywhere. in the streets. I learned about that on the trap house actually. Yeah, peeing anywhere. We we've discussed this before. So <laughs> you moved in with people that also pee. Oh my god, <laughs> so they're that's just amazing. pissers. They looked on Craigslist. And they're like, must be a peer. Hootie, <laughs> Hootie, <laughs> I will randomly. I will never visit your house, Hootie. Dude, it was amazing. Like <laughs> four twenty friendly. They're like, all right, friendly. they go. Hey, just be careful in the in the kitchen because someone pissed all over the. Like boards or, or you know like the oh my god yeah, Hi, cupboards. What? someone pissed all over the covers last night I'm like oh Hootie's still at it and they're like oh no it wasn't that Hootie. was Gary <laughs> I'm like wait what that was Gary like, and me. then Richie and then Crystal <laughs> all of them Brian. Just had a go at it they all go to the same place in the cupboard <laughs> they met at Pisses Anonymous 
So then she was squatting girl, and they were standing at the same time. This one girl apparently got pissed on. <laughs> oh my Whoa. god, dude. She was sleeping on the couch, which is where I was sleeping. Whoa. Luckily, I was good about staying there. <laughs> Luckily, I was sleeping oh, on a different couch, but I was concerned. I'm like, all right, I'm sleeping in a room or a house full of pissers, and someone's already been peed on here. God damn. So when Hootie was looking up his apartments on Craigslist, he probably typed in golden shower friendly also. Yeah, yeah GS friendly. That's how <laughs> they Do you have a problem? <laughs> I did got, my research it before got, the show. Uh, it Jesus. got interesting. Um, well, God damn. Yeah, one of his roommates like punched a hole through his door that night oh, as so well. Oh, so they're punchers Yeah, they're too. pissers and punchers. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> must piss, must punch. So there's a bunch of like weirdly randomly placed like it's eight the- inch pictures. It's the new PNP instead Dude, of uh, instead of Kendrick Lamar's <laughs> Pussy and Patron. It's it's pissing and punching. Pissing and punching. <laughs> Dude, I'd love to see that. I'd, pay, I'd give my left nut to see the fucking Craigslist ad that these guys all met on. Oh my god, oh, that's yeah, amazing. That was just really cheap. Yeah. So, um, me and Hootie got drunk and wrestled, and I uh, I put him in an armbar. My first armbar. You're so good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gay as fuck. I know. But uh, no, so that's what that's what Portland was like: is pissing, punching, arm bars, and losing my pants. So I did an that, incident but, uh, happen while you were there? I mean, an you, incident? Yeah, you pee free? No, no, no incidents. I met the girl that got peed on. Okay, so okay. I was, she I was, was still cool say, about it too. We should get her on the trap house. I was gonna yeah, say she seems like a winner. I mean. By this point <laughs> in the tour, have you had sex at all? Okay, that that's an interesting story right there. Um, when I was on the tour, the first part, I actually went like three weeks or so without busting a nut. Three weeks? Yes. <laughs> We're no all just silent trying either. to process the information. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds horrible. All right, so awesome. this is what happened. Before I left, for some reason, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like not jerk off for a few days, kind of like cleanse it, you know. But then I'll go on this tour out of nowhere. And we're staying in hotel rooms, and I was like sharing the hotel room with a guy, and we were on the go. I really just didn't have any opportunity. That's the worst. So I went about three weeks with no ev- ejaculation of any kind. That is the worst. <clears throat> oh so my you're God. pent up. Pent up. So this is this is where it gets interesting. Have any wet dreams? No, probably was on the verge of it to be honest. But I get home, I'm like staying at my mom's house, and I'm like, you know what? I think this is a good opportunity for me to get a release here. Just like old times. So, yeah. so <laughs> Back I'm in like, the crib. <laughs> I'm like, I'm at my house and I decided to rub one out. And I'm doing so. I've got my laptop like on my stomach, you know, doing my thing or whatever, laying on my back. And Wait, so are you not looking? At, are you not looking at your penis while you're doing this? No, because the, the, I'm looking at the porn. Oh I'm watching. Porn nice. So you're blocking your dick with the <laughs> yes. with the laptop. Yeah. What you? What do you stare at your dick when you jerk off? No, but I need to see what I'm doing. <laughs> no, man, I don't need to look. It's got to be a direct porn. line of sight at all times. It's yeah. gonna be like an oil derrick. It's just gonna go somewhere. He <laughs> doesn't care about what the results are. <laughs> well, that's where I made a mistake. So, so, anyways, I jerk off. And I'm laying on my back. Put it so blatantly. I'm on my back, right? And so when <laughs> I ejaculate, and about <laughs> about a second later, <laughs> semen comes raining down. <laughs> on. Jesus! So it made like a, a parabola over the yes. over the laptop. Yes, exactly. Damn! Now your T-bar is shot straight in the air. 
<laughs> came down, cleared the laptop completely. Oh it's a God. new and world I, record. I essentially gave myself a facial. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. God, I didn't Christ. get completely on my face, but what my goatee got a good amount of jizz in it. Did you, did you, Dude, did did you lick it a little bit just to see? Dude, I hope yeah, you I cleaned like, it before you just drove your face into the microphone. Is that Lady semen? scream, Mom! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I need three beach towels <laughs> ASAP. God damn. So just like old times then. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're home, Frank. <laughs> Got any face? Oh, did lately? you jizz on yourself again? <laughs> just I'll like get old you times. A towel. <laughs> I was just like, oh, but shit. the first of all, there was a delay. Like this shit went up in the fucking air. And came down so like it was time like time slowed down. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! You saw it. You saw the jizz in midair just coming for you. It's like, no, it's it like was, falling down. I honestly face. did not see it coming. It just shocked me. It was just oh. like a second later, just like blah. I was like, oh. oh, what the fuck? Yeah, once that splatter hits you, that's a heavy splatter. That's uh, you're you know exactly what it is, this right? Is, at well, the especially moment. at that time. This was there's a no three, three week pit up nut that. that the Shot. AC unit definitely wasn't leaking at that point. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Do you love how Frank went all across the country, saw all this crazy shit, and the highlight of our conversation is him jizzing on his face? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> this is the trap house for you. But anyways, so back to the, the, the idea of sex on this trip. <laughs> there was some interesting things that happened on this trip. Yeah, I learned you had sex with yourself, apparently. Well, I... Everybody has sex with itself. It's called masturbation. But I met a lot of chicks, and I'd say all of them had boyfriends, pretty much. And all of them were something called polyamorous. Okay. That's a new thing now, I guess, right? Dude, on the West Coast, apparently that is the thing. Like, every chick is polyamorous. They have boyfriends, and they still fuck other guys. And it's just like, they'll even introduce you to their boyfriend. East Coast, wow. let's get it together here. Let's, it's crazy. Let's situate this. It's really, really crazy. I was a little uncomfortable with that at first because I was like, wait, this is your boyfriend? What the fuck is going on? And then they'll be like, no, 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 we're polyamorous. And then he'll be like, hey, nice to meet you. And you're like, <laughs> yo, bro. What the fuck is going on? Yo, bro, you trying to fuck my girl? Totally cool. gnarly, man. Like this one girl. Want a drink? I was talking to this one girl in Seattle and we're like hitting it off. And then she introduces me to her boyfriend and explains that they're polyamorous. And then they're like, hey, you want to move in with us? And I'm like thinking like, That's all right. very forward. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. First yeah. off. Like, I just West met you. Um, and first I wanted to fuck you, but then I thought you had a boyfriend. And now you're offering for me to move in with you guys. And fuck you. And fuck. And yeah. And, but then so I'm like, where's the line get drawn? Is it like, we're going to have to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, is he going to watch you? Or is yeah. he going to participate? Is he just or? playing like Metal Gear in the next room? <laughs> I'm down to live with you tonight. Yeah, that's you, what I was, I, was, again. I was thinking to myself, though, but then they were like, they dropped the line, oh, yeah, and rent's only $330. Oh. And I said, oh, boom, like, say what? Hooking you in with the sex. Jesus. And the cheap rent in Seattle. So I'm like, that's man, uh... imagine the trajectory my life could take if I decided to move in with these people. <laughs> Corndog, I'm sorry, but the I will be gone corner. by the time you get back from Connecticut. <laughs> and $330 is going to be missing from the drawer. <laughs> so then it gets even more insane when I get to Denver. <clears throat> There's this thing where it's not just being polyamorous. It's just straight up being like a swinger. And when you think of swingers, you think of like old 50-year-olds and shit. There's like this new generation of swingers that are all like young. 
And, and they like, all live in yeah. Colorado. And they all live in Colorado, and they go to this place called The Ranch or something like that. Okay. It's time for some ranch, bro. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. you If you're a single guy, you can't get in. You have okay. to go in with a girl as a couple, or you have to go um, as a single woman. And the way that works is you have to get a membership. It's $100 to get a membership. Then after that, every time you go in, it's either 100 for a couple or 20 for a single woman. But the membership is lifetime. And you go in this place, and it's like a giant party, essentially. Um, but there's like, like eyes like, wide shut or something? Exactly, yeah. And oh, then fuck. there's like... There's TVs playing porn everywhere. There's like dance floors. Like there's like it's like nice. It's not like like a shithole. There's like you know there's like lights and dancing and yeah, then it's, but it's then it's obviously classy. They've got porn everywhere on what the TV. No, then it's there's, nice. there's, crazy. there's there's areas that are designed for fucking though. So then you'll go like into the basement area and it's just like a bunch of beds. And like, there's literally one guy's job is to change the sheets after every. Person. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and to provide condoms because like, there's no unprotected sex. Hey style. buddy, hey buddy, hold on a second. Here, I don't see a condom. condom on that dick. <laughs> Put it on immediately. Yeah, so you got there's literally people <laughs> whose job is to make sure that there are condoms on all penises and to change the sheets Jesus after Christ. people. Sounds fuck. crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey jizz mopper, get over here. Jizz we have another jizz. bed to clean. Let me pick up that jizz encrusted sheet for you give me a one minute all right hey i'll be right back you need any mints anything mint on your pillow mint on your jizz encrusted yes, I'll pillow i'll take a bleach and a lighter to light this fucking bed on fire <laughs> yeah shit. i was pretty turned off by that thought too i was Probably like third oh, world country of disease know. in there that kind of turns me on that makes me think like a jizz mopper is there watching me <laughs> stroke for a good 12 seconds the entire time you know what i'm saying He's getting his for 12 probably seconds. The, I get 12 mine. longest seconds of his place? life. So, no, this was described. Just heard this it. was described to me. I almost went, but I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Plus, it was too expensive. For me to go, I would have spent $200, and then I would have had to like have like a fake girlfriend for the night. Right. Who could have been a real girlfriend. Like, let me, you're just identified as a woman. into the swingers club. It'll be, it'll just be fun. Well, the, it was a friend of mine who was like, tell me about it. And they were like presenting it in such a way that I was just like, this is making me slightly uncomfortable. How, how old is this age group of people who go here to this ranch? It's, it's Mixed, but it's mostly younger, actually. Younger so, like, than, yeah. younger like how? Like, in 20s and 30s. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it's not, like, 50-year-olds and shit. Well, that makes me wonder... That makes me wonder about this woman we happened to cross at the Dead & Company concert at Bonnaroo. Right before the show started, there was this lady in front of us, and I'm not gonna lie, she was hot as fuck, completely goddamn fucking smoking, dude, just smoking, and she turns to me, and within a minute, she's asking me, like, my Instagram information and all this shit. And I was just like, whoa, okay, like, what, what's going on here? You need to Hello. Calm, calm down a little bit over here. Stalker. And within two to three minutes of conversation with her, she's asking me about corndogs. She's like, oh, my God, is this your girlfriend? She's so beautiful. She reminds me of my girlfriend. Oh. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yep, dude, that's it. 100%. Okay, all right, then. And uh, after that, I don't know if her husband, because she had a husband, I don't know if her husband was very okay with the situation, or maybe he just wasn't okay with who she picked at the time. I don't know what the situation was there, but I felt like he kind of vibed it out for a second, and then he was just like, ah, maybe not this one. Yeah. But she definitely tried. She talked to Corndog for like a good five to ten minutes, maybe even longer, and she was laying it on thick from what I saw. 
And over, I'm over here to the side. I've got my fingers crossed. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. Muttering prayers to Doing a god I don't chance. believe in. Fucking cutting a chicken's head off and shit. <laughs> I was just fucking schwitzing over there. So no, that's exactly what it is. Like there's a whole community of people. They call it the lifestyle. It's kind of like the city. Then there's the lifestyle. Like the West Coast is on some other shit, man. They're all that's like crazy. They're all just like fucking each other, and they like don't believe like. In like monogamous relationships, like so just they, being regular human beings, pretty much. Like, yeah, I mean, I felt like super, like, <clears throat> I felt like prude, I felt like a Puritan. Like, I'm like, I grew up in Florida my whole life, I thought I was pretty, you know, forward thinking and out there, but like, I literally felt like a prude out there. I was like, damn, like, I don't, I mean, I'm cool with like, you know, fucking somebody's girlfriend, but I don't know if I could be on the other side of that where like I have a girlfriend who, yeah, see, that's, fucks right. other I'm the guys. same way, man. Exactly. I kind of old school that. with that. Yeah, I'm old school with that too. That's just how I am now. <clears throat> Unless I was like in a very, very casual relationship with a girl, but I couldn't like live with a girl or like be right. married no way, to dude, a girl yeah. that does that. Forget to me, it. that's like, I together couldn't do that. There's no point in getting married then. What's the point? I don't know, man. It's this whole different idea that um, you still love each other and care for each other. And the, the way they say it is that it's like they, they set boundaries like the like the girl couldn't just go like fuck some ram guys. It'd be like, hey, this is the guy we're gonna go fuck. Is that cool? Exactly, and then he'll be yeah. like, yeah, go for it. I'm gonna go fuck this girl over here. Cool, cool. And then they go do it. They do it like together and very openly. Yeah, that that's how I've heard it explained from people in those situations. They try to make it whereas. There would e- there would never be a reason for them to cheat because once you're cheating and you're not telling them about a person you're hooking up with, that's a different story. Yeah, and you're going behind the person's back and things along those lines. Yeah, exactly. It's like a trust. There's no trust being broken. It's exactly. all. It's very transparent. You know, if they were to say like, you know, I don't want you to fuck that guy, then apparently that's like, oh, they'd be like, okay. Exactly. And it's all well and good for us to say this and say that it's completely logical, but we all know, like I know as soon as I'm in that I'm in that situation when I see like a another dude's dick just dangling in front of Corndog's face, I'm just gonna be like, Okay, not too cool with this anymore. Not cool. I'm I'm totally in the same boat. So I felt like very like Southern and Puritan in comparison, like for a guy to be cool with that. But the way I explain to me is like, he's like, yeah, well, I'm fucking tagging bitches too. So, you know, we're just Southern gentlemen here. We want to cheat on our women (laughs) and not have them do the same. That's all. Come on. Can, I mean, can we just have it our way, please? I please? mean, I've never cheated on a girl, and I, to me, I, I'm, I'm old school. I guess monogamy is no, for I me. I never have either. Yeah, I kind of do like the idea of like being able to just like go to a party and like go with a girl, and then like be able to fuck as many other girls as I want. She could, I guess, she could tag some dudes if she wants. But the thing is, like, at the end of the night, I don't think I could go home and like kiss that girl and be like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, babe. so how was yeah, it? That's the problem. <laughs> How'd you love getting penetrated by those other dudes? If you're like, not living together, <laughs> that's one thing. I, I don't know it. But you know what? I guess I kind of applaud people that can do that because it, it takes like a certain level of like, I mean, ego might be part of that. You know, like maybe it's like an ego for a guy. That's to, also what I've heard from from most guys, too, that are in this situation because they've they've they say it along the lines of that. That's the thing you have to get over. Mainly, you have to tell yourself, dude, it doesn't matter no matter what. I am to any girl that's ever been with me. There's always going to be somebody who's better than me. Yeah, exactly. Or in bed or at some other aspect of life. Sure. There, it's always going to happen. There's, it's just there's too many fucking people in the world for it not to happen. Yeah. It's not possible. And then you're kind of almost like depriving them in a sense if you're like, and it's almost like you're being possessive, like, oh, no, you know, you can't have that. But 
I don't know. I'm still like, I can't get my head wrapped around it. Personally. Yeah, it, that it's was still still too much for me. That I, fuck with you heavy for a while I too. Do it. I feel like especially after the first time you come from an area like we are in the south, like you're saying. After that first time, you would have some type of. I don't know. Remorse. Yeah, not remorse. Emotions. Some yeah. type of mental block going on there once that happened. I, I don't think I could do it. It'd keep uh, running in your head over and over and over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with, with like keeping with tradition sometimes. You know? I agree. I think that's one tradition where it's I'm going to It's good to be progressive, to but it's good to keep with some tradition. It just kind of put me in my place a little bit because I thought I was like this ultra you know, progressive forward thinking person, blah, blah, blah. But that's when I really like put me in my place a little bit. I'm like, well, I guess that's where it goes farther than I'm willing to go. Well, right? I mean, it, you, could, you could say it like with drugs, how I usually say it, everything in moderation, your progression in moderation. You know, I'd, I'd like my drugs to be legal and I don't want my woman to be fucked in front of me. <laughs> That's about that's a, that's you a have to watch the whole time. That's a fair, you know. I mean, no, that's the thing. It's, a, it's literally like, I mean, I'm sure there's situations where they do gr- do group sex. Actually, like, Strip showed me pictures. Like, oh, look at this. And it's like a fucking orgy happening on a bed. And it's like, like a Borat it. when he's showing her <laughs> random dudes fucking pictures of him fucking his sister. <laughs> yeah, well, but then, like, they show me this shit. They're so open about it. They're like, oh, look, look, this is a great party in Vegas. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of flush. Like, there's a lot of bodies there. <laughs> okay, what God about, damn. what about, what about, this situation though let's say you have a lady that you've been going with for a while and she says she's down to mess around with uh, other females or something and bring other females into the bedroom at a later time in the relationship but then she might allude to the fact that hey you know we can do that too but then maybe even later down the road I might want to you know mess around with another guy and bring another guy in there I don't know if Would I could you? do that I couldn't do that I don't think I could do it That's a I know mean, for Clarence Beeks I think if we had a very casual relationship, like, A, we couldn't live together. B, it couldn't be, like, an I love you level type thing. Like, if it was, like, a girl that I just, like, to have good time with and we, like, dated but it was pretty casual, I think I'd be all right with it. But it couldn't be, like, a serious, like, this girl might be my wife. Like, but then I don't think I could ever marry okay. a girl that I saw getting double teamed by another two dudes or something. You know what okay. I mean? Or even <laughs> by one guy. Same you know? situation. Like, same situation. Oh, hey. And she doesn't say Lunch anything about the guy, though. And she only says that she wants to bring girls into. Do you go for it or do you don't? That's different. Yeah, well, see, that's different now. <laughs> and that's oh, where it gets, and that's see, where it gets, here we go. That's I knew where you were going to ask that. Because I knew it. You're, yeah, I exactly. see exactly where you're going with it. Because at surface value, it should be the same. But it's not. And and you guys all know why. Because it's he wants there's to see a double, two chicks naked. There's a double standard. <laughs> no, there's there's a legitimate and logical double standard, man. There's like just differences in how men and women look at shit, and this is one of them. Yeah, like seeing the but girl I'm dating though, getting eaten out by another girl while I might be fucking that other girl. See, that's like the greatest thing ever. Is yeah. it versus a different seeing thing the paradise. girl I'm with getting fucked by another guy? Like while he's uh, kissing you, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> while he's got his thumb up my ass, <laughs> giving me a rectal exam at the border. I don't know if it's so much of a difference though. I really do think that most women, they're just not telling you. They're just. Really, I fucking most guys that they see pass. Oh, them. I'm sure of that. I know that. I think I dude, mean, a lot of dudes do that as well. Oh, yeah, guys, dudes, I, guys do it. We're very open about it. Girls sure, are that's, just do not it, open. that's true. You're right. Well, no, yeah, it is that double standard of sexuality with women. Like that same thing where, like, if a guy fucks a bunch of girls, like society's like, good job. And if a girl fucks a bunch of guys, oh, you whore. Like, you know, I mean, it is that. It's double like an evolution. That's a, that. That yeah, that's like a big evolutionary thing and shit too. And why that, why that is the case. But yeah, it, it is still a double standard. Hey, well, they're obviously inferior. That's why we keep them down. <laughs> oh, <that's> Duh. Right. 
Well, no, so know. all these things came through my mind. I kind of had this whole, like, uh, you know, like, thought, like, man, you know, like, maybe these people are on to something, but I still can't, I can't do it. I don't know. It's just, I, maybe when I move out there, I'll be exposed more to this. Who knows? But, um. Nah, I don't see it, you doing it. I, I, I don't kind see of you doing it. I've known you for a while. Yeah. I don't see you doing it. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Monogamy is kind of my thing. I'll probably stick with that, to be honest. I might well, do sure some weird. I'm sure there's still people out there. I mean, we're, you know, you're in the EDM scene. You know what I mean? There are a bunch of freaks out there. So <laughs> maybe you're just regular people out there. They're more monogamous. You can find a rego, you know. You start going to church. <laughs> That's where all the real freaks yeah, are. Is that, who yeah. am I kidding? They're just they closet you, freaks. No, but then they, <laughs> they let you put it in their it. butt right away. Yeah, they, it, they just put it right in their butthole. Yeah, because they're still virgins. Exactly. In their vagina, they put it in, the, put it in the their booty and their ears and their noses. <laughs> Whoa. Well, any any the, orifice available. They also were into like that bondage shit and it was a BDSM and all that stuff. And they were talking about like BDSM, EDM, all these fucking, fucking acronyms. Weird parties, man. Dude, well, no, apparently in Orlando, there's a place where you can go. Yeah, so there's a dungeon in Orlando. Yeah, a dungeon, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know about this. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's a, there's the definitely dungeon. a dungeon. Dude, I'm not making this shit up. No, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at dungeon. Yeah, I, man, no, I agree, man. Funny. I'm telling you, I feel like the, after this trip, I was like, man, I'm prude as fuck. <laughs> like people out there what? are doing That's way crazy. crazier crazy. sex yeah, things what, than what I am. What pisses me off is that one girl that I heard on Joe Rogan, who's really smart, and She's a humiliatrix, quote unquote. Okay. And she doesn't even meet she up with punching most guys' balls. <laughs> no, she doesn't even meet up with most of the guys that she meets and that pay her. She sends them shit across the fucking internet. Like they'll just be like, "Hey, I want some of your piss, or I want some of your poop." She'll Pissing mail punching. She'll oh, mail people God. this shit. Oh. She'll mail people like her toenail clippings and random shit like that, dude. It's fucking crazy. That's some weird. It gets dudes bad when she's got so many clients that she's outsourcing that. So yeah. they're really getting some like Indian <laughs> oh, guys. Of course, I got my toenails for you. It's not her. <laughs> What else you want? <laughs> if you want toe jam, press one. These guys are like wearing like thongs and like taking them. Off. I should be upset, but I'm not. Somebody else is like sniffing it. It's like, oh yeah. You guys call me racist. All right. No, Fuck I better bring it, bring it around. I, I said Indian intentionally. I'm, I'm sure you caught. Oh me. no, I know you did. I know you did. That's all right. So we didn't get to anything else on our list of things to talk about. We've just been talking about the tour this whole oh, time. He's I mean, he's he's like six thousand miles. I'm okay with this. I didn't say much about the actual music side of any of this. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh man, but um, so yeah, it was uh, it was probably the best time I've ever had. Uh, one of the cool things was that I did not like have to pay to stay anywhere, so I was like. Staying with friends, our good friend Jay Vest kind of bailed on me. That kind of changed some things up. So I ended up going to Yellowstone instead of going to Montana to see Jay. But that was cool. I thought I was going to die in Yellowstone because the population of the town I stayed in was about 600 people. And there's way more bears there than there are people. Jesus. Damn. Damn. Yeah. When, you know, like on the Cold Bear show, he talks about bears being the biggest threat. In Yellowstone, the bear the bears are the biggest threat. Like you have to carry this shit called bear spray, which is basically just yeah, like bear mace, bear yeah. mace. But like you like have to carry it around. Like that's like, disconcerting. Dude, Holy shit! Getting to their place, I had no service because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's like this mountain road that's that crazy. had to drive like six miles down 
And when I say mountain road, I mean like it's not paved. Right. It's, it's on the edge of a cliff. Half of a trail. <laughs> and it's now the sun's going down and there's literally nothing. There's like elk like crossing the road and shit. And like Damn. finally get to where their house is and there's maybe like three other houses and that's like it. Jesus, man. Shit, Fuck all that noise. Dude, in the morning going to my car, I had to have like my bear mace out looking for like mountain lions and grizzly bears and shit. Like it was terrifying. They're after you. Did you hear a bunch of shit in the morning, like a bunch of noises? Like, oh, they were looking right at me. It <laughs> 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 watched me sleep, licking their Maybe they should uh, start giving tourists to Florida gator mace. Gator mace? Yeah. I mean, honestly, after being enlightened on how fucking badass bears are, gators are like a walk in the park. Like, yeah, I know. That was just a, was a little joke. parallel. Terrible joke. That's it was a ter- all. It's all good. I appreciate it nonetheless. But no, I legitimately am afraid of bears. Now, Trying so. to make light of a child who died only three weeks ago. Don't oh, worry. man. Yeah. yeah. That, that was another thing. So I was in Seattle when all that shit happened at Pulse. And, like, the, we're three hours behind there, and we had a pretty late night. So I was literally getting this shit coming through. I'm like, what the fuck is going on Yeah, Orlando? I went to the same thing. It was, it was nuts. Went to a vigil, like, that next day in Seattle, and there was, like, thousands of people, like... Oh, yeah, crazy. man. I, I talked about it, at, you know, at Bonnaroo. That fucking news spread through Bonnaroo like wildfire, and it was the day of. Oh, you were at Bonnaroo when that happened? Yeah. Oh, man. Sunday morning, I woke up, and there was a person... That we knew from Orlando that was only five tents down from us. And as soon as she saw us get up in the morning and walk out of our tent, she immediately came over to us and told us. Damn. It's so like we immediately knew at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning whenever we woke up on Sunday. Well, that's Damn. the thing. Like, So I'm three hours behind there and I had stayed up all night because we had a crazy night. So I'm literally reading the ticker and it was like 20 people dead, 30 people dead, 40 people dead. And then it got up to 50. Yep. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, man. Intense. It was, Very intense. It got weird on my trip after that. When people asked me where I'd from and I'd say Orlando, they'd all be like, <gasps> like they'd make that kind of reaction. Yeah, there was a there was a guy at Bonnaroo that was right next to me, and he was a gay guy, and he was you know, I mean it was obviously a very dramatic and devastating thing that happened, but he was being a little too kind of he was embellishing on it a little bit, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, maybe exaggerating. I mean, I'm I'm not going to to knock on the guy for expressing emotion and discomfort during such a fucking terrible time, but he was acting like it had been something personal that had happened to him, mm-hmm. and I was kind of just I was sitting there I was like, dude, this is literally ten minutes away from where I live, yeah, and I'm taking this better than you are right now. Yeah, yeah. you need to calm the fuck down. Well, seriously, what's crazy is like, all right, so you know I used to work at Brick and Fire for a while. And Fuck I've, no. Well, and I've actually been working there again recently. <laughs> oh, um, nice. That's nice. across the street from Pulse. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I used to deliver food to Pulse all the time. Like, And it's also across the street from RMC, where all yep. of the fucking victims right. are. Yep. So, dude, they were getting inundated with orders from people all over the country wanting to donate food to RMC. Yep. And so, like, they had to have someone at the hospital set just to take the food orders. Because people would be like, here's a thousand dollars, send food, whatever, to all the people there. And it was just like over and over and over again. So that's fucking insane. You know, this is a terrible <laughs> thought to think about, but I'm thinking it, so I'm just going to say it anyways. Uh, it was kind of a bad decision to, to go shoot up Pulse just because it is right next to ORMC. Yeah, it it's is. It's like literally right next to a hospital. Right next to a hospital. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, it, uh, it, it just was crazy because, like, I don't know, personally, 
I always thought of one of the advantages of living in Orlando was that I wasn't a major city, so it probably would never be a target for something like this. Oh, yeah. I'd never thought about that happening in Orlando whatsoever. Yeah. And then the, the plaza thing was literally the night before. Yeah. And so, like, and then yeah. so that was, I was very upset about that when I heard this. Right. Was that was, like, it kind of overshadowed that shit that it was just one day before that the oh, yeah. other chick had died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And those are both within three miles of each other. Yep. And I worked at Hula Hands before, which is right next to there. And then I, I was like, dude, these are literally across the street from the two and places I've worked at. This yeah, is that like was that really was, close to home. That was the same thing I, I told the, the guy at Bonnaroo. I was just, I would, because I found out about the plaza thing on the same day. I found out about that on that Sunday also. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, the Pulse thing happened about 10 minutes away from my house. The plaza, I can walk it's there in away. 10 to 15 yeah. minutes from my yeah, house. For yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. So, so, and we're talking about Orlando. It's like, when you don't include the attractions and stuff is a smaller city for the most part. I oh mean, yeah. You know, especially this area. You oh know? yeah. So yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, it was kind of surreal being out of town for it and then coming back and seeing all the shit that's happened and everything. I mean, but, uh, Orlando banded together like crazy, man. Yeah, dude. I man was going to say like, I miss a lot of that. Uh, like seeing like the giant, uh, outpouring downtown when they did like the Orlando United. Yeah. Right. Just, like, you know, Orlando really stepped up. Like, I was, like, uh, kind of, like, you know, I was proud of the city. Like, you guys, like, uh, held yeah, it down. I mean, for sure. unified, for sure. I mean, Beasted that shit out. Absolutely, yeah. Beasted I mean, that shit out real fast. Yeah, I think uh, Orlando definitely stepped up to the plate, and I think a lot of people took notice. Hell were, yeah. It was weird being out of town, though, and hearing all this national news about it and stuff, though. It was just, like... Fucking, you're the headline. You don't really think about it when you're here or whatever, but when you're on the other side of the country, basically, and you just, I don't know. Exactly. It's got to be crazy. Especially, like, I don't know, just listening to different shows all the time, and that exact sentiment has been said so many times. Just like, oh, you know, it's, it's crazy to think about these attacks and all these bombings or shootings or whatever it may be. And you never think that it's going to happen to you. And it happens to these people in these different territories. And the next thing we know, like on a fucking Sunday morning of all things, you know, most people wake up on a Sunday morning and they're just like, I'm going to make some pancakes today. (laughs) And, you know, listen to my lovely acoustic jams in the morning. And I'm going to vibe out, maybe have some more mosas, clean the house, you know. And then it's it's like worse. No one did that shit on that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, um. It was a, uh, it was an interesting trip. All those things that happened. It was definitely an eye awakening experience. Um, fucking oh, yeah. So, anyways, at this point, I'm either moving to San Francisco or Denver, and that's gonna be happening in the near future. And I mean, just to try to hook up with anybody you can. You already have a job there. Why this? Just because you had the most fun there. So specifically Denver, because I know some projection mappers that right. just moved there. Um, they that's got cool. uh, what used to be a church that's been like turned now into a house. Right. And so it has like like my room would have stained glass windows and that's like, pretty crazy. Yeah, like they're like they went there with the goal of starting their own projection mapping company. So that would be. But I'm trying to like make sure that I also have like a job because it's expensive to live there. So of course. And then the other one was San Francisco. It's more of just the opportunity to live in one of the most amazing houses I've ever seen for an affordable price with people that I really like. Um, and then also I, um, I started applying for jobs in the San Francisco Bay area and 
dude, the job market there is really good. I, I've been applying for jobs in Florida for a while. I've had interviews, but like I kind of just got turned down a lot of different things. Right. I just kind of on a whim started applying for jobs there, and my phone's been blowing up. Like That's literally, awesome, my my degree actually has meaning now. My job experience actually is worthwhile. Like after being in Florida, my spirit was kind of broken. I was kind so, of so, like, um, right. Mr. Frankosaurus. We're calling you back to offer you a position to clean up shit off the sidewalk. <laughs> No, we we're wondering not at if you would level. be available very soon. Thank you. I mean, please give us a call back. I'm talking about like again. In- this is about the shit cleaning. Thank you. <laughs> I'm talking about like. Well, see, that's something I'd expect in Orlando. Like in Orlando, it's even hard to get a shit cleaning position. But like in San Francisco, I was applying for like entry level like sales jobs, marketing jobs, like all these different positions. But right. they generally pay around the forty thousand range with full medical benefits. And like normally a job like that, I would expect I wouldn't even have a chance of getting in Orlando. I started applying over there, and like, my phone was been ringing off the hooks trying to set up interviews. That's nuts, man. Yeah. So let's all move out of Orlando. Right. Let's all flood the market. Start and shit in the streets of San, San Fran, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Hey, the city. Okay. <laughs> That's when you guys are gonna know I've turned into a pretentious piece of shit. Is when I'm like serious about them. Like, no, it's the fucking city, man. I will hit you in the face if you ever do. Please so. do. Keep not, me in check. I will not allow you to do such a thing. <laughs> no, it's just um. And it's nothing against Orlando. It's not like I'm leaving Orlando because there's anything wrong with Orlando. Right, because you want some money. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to be able to live comfortably. No, um, I want the money. It's it's more of a you know the whole swinger life. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa. It's hey, they said they had a good rent, man. Just trying to fuck other guys' girlfriends. That's all. That's yeah. That's it. No, it's uh, been in Florida my whole life. Um, actually, this August will be ten years I've lived in in Orlando. Jesus, man. Yeah, I moved here in 2000, August of 2006. That's hefty. It's almost longer than any other place I lived. I lived in Miami for 11 years. I lived in Fort Lauderdale for seven years. I've now lived in Orlando for 10 years. God damn. Wow. Yeah, so it's time to move move on. It's I hear you. It's either Denver or San Francisco at this point. And, uh, well, Fort Lauderdale intermittently, but uh, yeah, that's where, it, where this is what it's all come down to. The journeys. We will not miss you. I know. Yeah, Most people listening don't know who I am anyway, so they're like, oh, fuck this guy. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. Go jizz on your face wherever you want. <laughs> exactly. That's all they're thinking. Just like, okay, just give us more jizz stories. We don't care. Well, I appreciate that, B-Rock. I did catch that. I was that. good for the one. <laughs> B-Rock said he'd miss me, so I appreciate that. Um, the I'm feeling is not too. mutual. No, no, no. Not shared over here. Well, you guys are always welcome to visit. You didn't even eat my bread pudding that I offered you when you, you came here. Coconut on. I actually I ate like it and said, and it was damn good. It was very good. I don't like coconut. It was like it had guava rum sauce. I don't like yeah, coconut. Right. Right. That guava rum good. sauce sounds pretty dank. I apologize. Yeah, you missed out, bro. I'm telling you, man, you fucked up. Because I was gonna. He offered me because I got here first, and then I was like, eh, I'm good. And then I figured he'd just offer it to you. And then when you said no, I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess it is rude Doing to it. turn down food, huh? I have no manners. No, oh, no, no, no. If you don't rude. like coconut, you don't like coconut. Well, damn, we, we've run pretty long. We we had a couple more things to talk about. Yeah, you guys go ahead. have time. We can do it still. Taking no, over I mean, them. it's... We're almost... We're already an hour and a half in. We can keep going. I remember, like... I, I remember the last Frank episode being fairly long as well. I don't know if I have enough alcohol. <laughs> this is There's more, still more in, that, more in there. You in help that yourself. Honestly. There's a little bit. There's a little bit. I wanted to discuss 
Just because I know Clarence is angry with me about this. What about what? The Pokemon Go. Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not that angry. I just, I, I, I thought better of you. Like, I had a higher expectation Aww. of you in my, the other night, in my head. I, now, it's just, it's a rude awakening, but it's The other night, I had a Facebook meltdown while very drunk. I was very pissed off at Pokemon Go because the entire day... I I've gone on Wi-Fi. I've gone on 4G. I I, I just I don't know. I was so I fucking know. pissed, man. I was so fucking pissed. Like, oh, the person next to me is working, but mine's not. Yeah, everyone else what? but mine isn't working. I was so pissed. I think it's just my phone, honestly. And I made a reactionary Facebook post in the STH group. Very the uncharacteristic of you. Yeah. Yeah. I was just I was just over it. I was just like, dude, I'm fucking over this shit. I'm so fucking over this I shit. I, I, I can't fucking I can't fucking do it anymore. I'm so fucking pissed. Because I got back to my house and I was playing in the house, you know, not not even playing. You could call it loosely playing. And I walked out of my house to go get some food from fucking Gringos right down the street, which is a five, six That's minute walk away. That's your route to get some Pokemon, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's a six minute walk away from my house, max. And within the first two minutes of walking out of my house... I had already lost service and it was already fucking done for. And I was like, okay, whatever. This is fine. Like, it, it's just, it is what it is. Blah, blah, blah. He wasn't angry then. <laughs> Get back on the Wi-Fi when I'm over there and it's just fucking done for still. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I don't understand why this is still happening, but all right. Get back to my house. Get back to the home base where it always works. And that shit was just down for like another hour after the fact. <laughs> This is where I blow up. This yeah. is where I throw my phone across the fucking room. Wow. And I get... Okay, I didn't actually do that. That's a little exaggeration. <laughs> okay, I, thank I, God. I was going to say, that might be why it's not working. I did get pissed the fuck <laughs> off. I did yell at my phone a lot and was not very happy with the situation. And I swore off Pokemon Go forever until the next morning. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Was, that yeah. was what was weak. Servers will be bad. back up. You know, it'll be fine. You should just like, did you restart your phone? Did you realize maybe it's a problem with my phone? Like, let me restart it and see if it's good. Well, technically, Saturday I couldn't play either because that's when I guess those hackers jumped in and shut down the servers. Oh, really? so that's why I'm wary of yeah. anything that has to do with computers. If it has to do with computers, it can be hacked. Yeah, like, all this true. Pokemon and shit on the internet, like, I don't know, man. If there was real Pokemon running around, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd be down Sweet. with that, for sure. If there was real, real Pokemon, Pokemon running around, and, yeah. I wouldn't go I, outside. Yeah, we'd have <laughs> those a, things are terrifying. We'd have a much bigger problem on <laughs> our hands. Digital if there robots was, are after us. No, but they don't attack Pokemon. humans. They just attack each other. You know, let them do their uh, own little thing. We can just capture them. Sometimes they all attack right, humans. You never, you never watch the show? I watch the show, but those were always, like, the problem ones that had to be, like... You know, had to be, it only Ash takes had a to, few bad apples. You know, Ash had to kind of somewhat catch them because he never actually caught any of those Pokemon. He just righted their wrongs. Ash, worst fucking Pokemon trainer in the history of Pokemon. Saying like it right the only now. One? Wait, so wait, he only he worked with the, no, the troubled Pokemon. Was he like the social worker? Of he Pokemon? was just a bitch. He was, yeah, he was. Did you ever watch the show? Like he was always just yeah reforming bad Pokemon. That's honestly, really I didn't. I'm not super super pokeyed out. Like I, think I, the I love most the Pikachu ones. I remember Team Rocket. But, uh, I stopped after like around Yellow or right, you know, right because that was, Yellow was just a reboot of. Red and blue with fucking Pikachu in it. Yeah, like when Gold and Silver came out, I was done. Most Pokemon I've ever seen Ash catch, I think, would be up to 30. Those original Pokemon were up to 150. So he did not catch them all. He didn't catch no. them all worth a shit. He no. didn't catch shit. But he's like doing bitch. he's doing social work, as you said. Like, you know, he's yeah, like he's a social worker. He's a social worker for the Pokemon. He was a bitch. 
He had a little red fucking hat, and he never got laid by Misty. Yeah, you should have fucked he was Misty. A dude. Wait, he never fucked Misty. No, he, he never fucked, fucked Misty. Misty yeah. A skinny ass little Aww. Japanese girl. With they were a... kids though, man. Come on, yeah, they're old enough to fuck. They're old enough to catch Pokemon. Okay, what <laughs> what fucking parent is going to let their kid leave the house and go on a journey across the goddamn country? Yeah, Pokemon yeah. world. Just Frank's to fucking mom. Okay, here Japan. you are. You're yeah, thirteen. You better go catch them all. You're thirteen, fourteen years old. And don't go, come back to you do. Go risk your life and limbs and just go catch fucking Pokemon. You have any food? I sure don't have any food to give you. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, see you later, you motherfucker. I don't have to pay for your they fucking food. They got robot food, food. You know. <laughs> <laughs> robot food. The Pokemon are robots, right? They have to, <laughs> go into a robot ball. That is true. That's a good point. Wait, are, they're not robots, no, right? No, they're, they're not robots. But they, I wonder if you tried to put a human in a Pokeball. Like, why can't you do that? I mean, you could, probably. Yeah, that's, yeah. I've been in a Pokeball before. I've, I've eaten a Pokeball. Were you on acid? <laughs> well, it was. Well, <laughs> they, uh, technically, Pokeballs aren't acid. They're, they're a different drug altogether, but, you know. No, they have acid Pokeballs. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, actually, now that you mentioned it, I think I've seen an acid sheet before that is... It's a Pokemon theme, so yeah, to be to be fair, I, I can't, yeah, I, I can't really. So what it. what level are you in this Pokemon Go? Yeah, what's the highest level? How many have you caught? I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, you gotta know. You're, you're, you're you gonna brought start it up. Pokemon update, dude. Unless you got something else for us, I want to know. I'm gotta... snubbing it now. I'm back in, but I'm not gonna talk highly of it because it still pisses me off. What I'm, level? I'm done with this. I'm over it. Yeah, it's like, play, it's like playing fucking internet or like video poker. That shit's rigged against you. They want you to spend money before you can actually catch shit. That I agree with. Or, sure what team are you on? Money. Well, to be fair, back in the day, internet poker, you can make a fucking killing off of. You could, that that's true. I had... I'm not talking about internet poker, I'm talking about video poker, like in the... Oh, okay, like okay, fucking, okay, never mind. Yeah. So I was going to say, internet poker, back in the day, like full tilt, before they put all those restrictions on it and everything. Oh, yeah. My freshman crazy. year of college, I had a Jewish roommate who would... You know, Clarence, don't talk shit. <laughs> I had a Jewish roommate. I had a Jewish roommate who would destroy people in fucking internet poker. And he would, every time he destroyed people and he made a big fucking killing, he would throw a badass party. Nice. He would empty everything out of the refrigerator and he would literally stock the entire fridge with Heinekens. Nice. Like the entire fridge Where is this guy? would be yeah, Heinekens. let's find him. I don't know. I like this. I don't know. He was 26 and balding. He's definitely not getting laid at this point. <laughs> so, hey, maybe he's like a poker champion and he's getting like all kinds of... No, he was no. working at a fucking... He was working at like wackadoos at the time. Okay. I remember there were some people I knew that did the online poker thing and they... They never got their money. They never nothing. Yeah, ever that's happened. the problem. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you gotta play too. fucking live games or like live cash games or anything or even tournaments. Probably cash games. There's probably some underground spots where that shit goes down in in Orlando. I don't know where, but oh, more than likely. Yeah, yeah hands down. Actually, I'd love to play some I got invited to a poker game this Friday. Um, but oh, did you? Yeah. I mean, I can if you guys want to do it. I've kind of given up on uh, on playing poker for money because. I'll, I'll totally go. Money. I love playing poker. I've never been about poker. I'm not very this, good at it. So no, it's tricky. You got if honestly, all you got to do is like read a book about it or two about it, and you'll be better than most uh, most of the people out there. That that's you're play that's against. probably very true. Um, yeah. But I just gambling is not for me. I just yeah. feel like I see people just run through money. I'm like, that's like that's literally the dumbest way to lose money, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, 
I can I'm the lotto. I can like I rather spend my money on alcohol, so fuck it. I'm no, right I'm with, yeah, with gambling you. is like very it takes a certain sort of personality for it. And it uh um when it comes to games like poker, like you, you know, you're definitely throwing your money away if you're playing roulette or some shit yeah. like that. But like with poker, there's, there's, there is a bit of skill. There is a bit of yeah, skill to where you can put people like off that. their money. Yeah, I definitely That's what's like interesting. that. It's like probably the best of the gambling ones. But at yeah. the same time, I'm not skilled. So <laughs> yeah, if you're not skilled, then don't play. Exactly. That's the problem. That is the main problem. I, I just don't want to put myself in that situation. I've seen so many people been put in that situation by themselves. And then you're just like, dude, what did I tell you before you started throwing all of your money at this? Yeah. That's yeah. just what happens. I'm, uh, I'm money's I definitely up. love poker, though. I've lost a bit of money on poker, but I've, I've probably won more than I've lost, so I'm okay with that. If that's true, then good for you. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like most people will say that. But no, no, no I've definitely, like, I've definitely won more than I've lost. Might not be good. much, but I'm definitely a bit. So that's above. why you're still playing, because I'm the opposite. I've lost more than I've made. So, uh, I, well, I mean, I threw in the towel long ago. Again, there is some skill and and all that bullshit. Well, my problem was that when you go to these casinos, that a lot of times <laughs> they just give you drinks for free. And yeah, they that's do that the intentionally. Too. Oh yeah. So I would yep. be doing really well. And then I would be drinking a lot heavier than everybody else. I'm like literally bluffing on everything. I'm like going all in and then fucking now. I'm yeah, you can't. Yeah, that that, that shit eventually wears thin. If, like, if you keep going, if you keep betting big, people will catch on. Yeah, that. that's exactly what happened. I was up, up like yeah. 400 and then lost everything. Damn. And I had put in like 200. So Damn. I went from having like I would have. You know, $200 cash out. surplus. I would have had like six. No, it would have been $600 because I was up 400 on a right. $200 buy-in. Oh, okay. And then ended up losing it all because I got too drunk and, like you said, just kept making these big ballsy bets. Sure. Because, like, you get, like, yeah, if you're playing with the same group of people, they're going to fucking catch on. They'll you know? figure out yeah. where your tells are and shit. Yeah. So, anyways, so the, no more no more poker for me. Yeah, there, there were a couple things that I wanted to mention before we get into the heat of the week and finish out the show. Uh, last night, Frankosaurus and myself went to the Karaoke Funk event that was at Space Bar. Shit was dope. Here in the Milk District. Shit was very dope. A little loud, but dope. It was ear-piercing, yeah. to well, say the, the least. so small. I mean, I mean the, whoever, was, to whoever was running the sound <laughs> just needed just turn it down. Needed to be taken aside and just be like, hey, guy, okay, let's let's turn this down. The highs are killing Yeah, the bass was all right, but the highs were just, like you said, You're literally piercing. shattering everyone's you ears in got, here. They, you should have said something. You should have gone up to him and be like, hey. People don't take that shit well. No, they really don't. They're just like, bruh, bruh, I'm doing my fucking job, bruh. The thing is, and I'll, as someone that does music, and this is the only defense I can give, is that they don't have monitors there. So you only hear what's coming out through your right. So you're hearing yep, the backwards headphones. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but well, you the, can most control of the time, they don't even use headphones. So what they're using is um the speakers are like on the sides of them, if not in a little bit in front of them. So to them, it doesn't seem that loud because they're just getting what bounces right. back. The bounce back. So they're like, oh, it needs to be louder. But if you were standing right there, and that's why sound checking is very important. And I think that bands understand that, but I don't think DJs understand that. Yeah, no, that they sense. don't. They don't, that for the most sense. part, I would say. And monitors would help with that, but this place doesn't have monitors. And anyways, it's that whole tradition of just being as loud as you fucking possibly can. Yeah. yeah. But no regard for sound quality yeah. and people's hearing. But I mean, that being said, still a dope ass event. Very and dope. I still love fucking Space Bar. Yes. Go check out Space Bar in the Milk District if you ever have a moment because they're fucking awesome. They're, they're good guys there. And I was very pleased to see 
one of the most diverse crowds I've ever seen, probably in Orlando yeah, last night. Absolutely, that shit was crazy. Yeah, this this new wave of youngins in the scene is like very diverse. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, it's a lot of those people go to like uh, Harry's thing every week. Tys, shout out to Tokyo Tokyo shit. shit. Like, so I I know a lot of them from there. But yeah, this new wave of youngins is uh, we got a. Ripe new batch of kids coming in the yeah, scene, man. and they're very energetic, and yeah, uh, man. it's pretty dope. Like that ballet funk is—I think that's how you say the ballet funk is what they're playing, man. Yeah, it's basically like booty bass, like Miami booty bass, but with like kind of like more of a like a, it's a Brazilian, Brazilian feel. feel. Yeah. Oh shit! But okay. it was dope, man. Like Zoo was uh, spinning some crazy shit, wearing a crazy mask, man. That mask oh, yeah. was like uh, insane. And, oh like, yeah. I know we were saying it was too loud, but the only th- the only problem with being too loud was that we couldn't stay in there because we wanted to stay yeah, in there. Yeah, it was awesome. But we, we were, were like, wish I had earplugs. We were, yeah, we were rather <laughs> fucking enjoying what was going on in there. It was just, uh, it was just a little too loud. That was the problem. It was fucking dope though. Like it's like not that stereotypical either EDM or just forty top forties radio hip hop. It was like something different. And oh yeah, it was sure. dope. And it, was, it was different music and a different crowd. It was nice to see some variety with what was going on. It was I saw people last night that I had never ever seen before. You know when yeah. you get to that point where you're in the local music scene in a town that you've been in for a while and it's been like two to three years and you see the same fucking people every show you go to. Well, that's why Frank's moving to San Fran. He's done with this shit. He wants to meet some swingers. Tired, tired, of, fuck tired, of, tired of pandering to the same motherfuckers. Some polyamorous yeah. people. Yeah, man. It was nice because I saw people that I I had no idea existed before last night. So yeah. it, was, it was cool to see a new group of people out there, you know? I was wondering if the music was that good or if we were just so stoned. That- <laughs> oh, my God. Probably a bit of both. Frank yeah. smoked me out on so much fucking weed before we went there. That was all his fault. That had nothing to do with me. That was, uh, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was very squinty-eyed. <laughs> Damn. That was a good time. Oh, shit. But, yeah, no, that was, a, that was a good time. So check out Space Bar in the future if you want to have a lovely craft beer time. They've got events going down all the time. Over there. <laughs> They've got that new cool fucking uh, sketchy town thing going on on Tuesdays. Yeah, what is that? I don't know much about that. It's basically you you go there on Tuesdays after 10 o'clock, after Tasty Tuesdays closes, closes excuse me, and the food trucks leave. Mm-hmm. They begin that there, and they have a bunch of pieces of scrap paper to give out and a bunch of pens, and you sketch whatever you want to. They have a theme every night, and whoever has the best... Uh, voted sketch given with the theme they get a bar tab nice they win a bar tab there yeah so it's, it's pretty cool it's too called, bad i can't draw for shit it's called sketchy town yeah and they play music i'm guessing while this is yes. happening yep okay cool yeah harrison nice. the boy harrison's usually oh there wait is that music. a sandwich bar or is that no space no it's bar? space bar is that where they did the vaporwave thing yes oh okay yep, yep. all right it's all coming together now yep yep so yeah feel free to check out space bar at any time those are those are the homies, and uh, not to bring anything on a sour note, but we were kind of getting serious earlier. So I mean, I did kind of want to mention just because I mean, I guess it's been happening today. There are more police officers dead in Baton Rouge as of this morning. Damn. So wait, hold the phone. All right. So there was the Dallas shooting. Uh huh. Was there 
cop shot in Baton Rouge before today? Because you said more, or is that more on top of what happened? Well, I in was Dallas? just I was just referring to more so police another, officers. Yeah, yeah more, okay. more cops getting shot. So, yeah. yep. Initially, five dead in Dallas. What happened today? Because I know absolutely nothing I believe about three? this. Yeah, we've got Fuck. three That's police officers dead, three more injured. The suspected gun... Well, that came out weird. There's three suspects, I think, Suspected, Yeah, well, the suspected gunman... uh, This is all it says, a summary as of BBC News. A suspected gunman is dead. Black cock news. U.S. media have named him as Gavin Long, 29. Uh, There's still no motive for his attack or anything along those lines. Oh, you son of a bitch. I was going to pour some of that out, too. Gavin Long. Split that with me, you son of a bitch. All right. Well, we're, I mean, I was like, I it was in front of you for a while, and you didn't go for it. I That's was fair. talking. I was getting into the serious mode. And Statute of limitations expired. Dude. Police officers being killed today. No, Jesus. No. No, yeah, I, I went for the statue. when you're at your most vulnerable. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just jumped right in there. But yeah, so I mean. It's it's a very interesting situation that's been happening in the past week. So, all right, was this during a protest that these cops were shot? Because like it's been popping off. I think it was just randomly. I think it was just randomly. So like someone just ran up on cop cars. As far as I know, I I think it was just randomly. Uh, Let me let me see if I can find a little more. A little more in depth here. And not even shit that's going down here. There was that shit in fucking France where the dude truck dude. Fucking like rammed his truck into a crowd of people on Dude, that steel. That day. was nuts. Like yeah, like that seventy is, people dead or no, something. No, eighty people dead 80 people and still like fifty people in critical condition. Yeah, holy this fuck. guy just like started running people over. Like that's that was, like, like the most a dumb brutal. truck or something. I saw yeah. that after I saw that aftermath video. That shit was fucked. I, I didn't was like, see what that. the? I was like, that was one of those things. Kind of yelling to myself. It was it was rough. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I've rough seen to watch. some pretty brutal things over the years. And when I heard about that video, I was like, you know what, I've. This is a time that I'm just gonna pass on this one. I didn't know what I was getting into when I saw it, and I was it was Jeez. rough. I just at one point I just couldn't stop. Not to bring it on a downer. No, I hear you. Sad, it's been though. a fucking rough year it's for been a that. Weird year. This year has been. Um, it's almost been relentless with it. You know, like we've had bigger tragedies in years past. Like obviously 9/11 being probably the biggest one since any of our lifetimes. Right. But mm-hmm. this year it's just been one after the other. There's been no lull. And all these celebrities dying on top of that. That as well. Like yeah. just I mean, people under weird circumstances. I feel like that's going to be a continued theme since the baby boomer generation is aging. Like, somebody famous is going to die pretty much every day now until the end of our lives, essentially. But this stuff's on a kind of a different level. It makes me wonder if it's more violent now than before, if that media coverage just is so more. I think it's that, and then just, I don't know. I think it's it's definitely both. uh, Definitely both, and I think. Like, you know, people are just getting crazier, and there's like, you know, race relations have gotten have reached a big, you know, a, a boiling point and so have the relationship between cops and, and you know, certain groups of people and things like that. So I think we're just at a weird kind of uh, point in our in our society. I don't know. I, I was looking back at, like, things that have happened like this in the past, and I was looking at, like, the 1992 Rodney King riots and stuff like that, and I just wonder... If this is happening as a cause of the military militarization of the police force, yeah, and that's, that, that's kind of what I think. It contributes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at Hands the old down, school, it if you look at the the Rodney King riot videos, like they were going crazy. Like I've never seen riots like that before. And that's it's because what I was saying. it's because the police were ill equipped at that time to handle you know that sort of rioting and that sort of you know just throngs of people going crazy. Now you've got the you know the 
the police forces in, in random cities are bigger than some fucking country's armies. That's true. You yeah, know? it's very true. So, so now that you have that militarization, nothing will get as big as, as the Rodney King uh, riots in the near future, but... Um, yeah, I mean it, the it the Baltimore the Baltimore riots were quelled in what like two days. Yeah, maybe? and it's because of yeah. that militarization. Of I mean, the Ferguson police. went on for a while, but but Ferguson also wasn't ready for something like that. Ferguson's yeah. not like a major yeah. city. Like for exactly. instance, like NYPD has counterterrorism training now since nine eleven. Yep, of course. Um, they've gotten rid of the lockers and the subways. Like they've you know they've like they've tightened down on shit a lot over there. And Baltimore is a pretty major city as well. But like exactly. Ferguson. Not a major city. Yeah. Baltimore is a major city that has its major problems in it also. Like, Baltimore's had its problems going on for a while. That city's been fucked for a little while. Oh, of yeah, of course. But well, something interesting, and this is what I think really contributes to it, is um, in Ferguson, their policing was a major source of revenue for the city and the state. And so they've, they actually had like 30% of the city's budget was based off of money brought in by the police. Right. So mm-hmm. they were, it was basically like a transfer of wealth from like the already poverty stricken black communities to the city through, you know, fines, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely fucked up when you, you like monetize the police force to that degree to where like a city relies so much on, yeah, like on police, the police have force quotas. bringing in money. Yeah, when there's like, quotas, it's so like that's a, exactly what it leads to. A cop, it's the same thing with cops writing speeding tickets. To then, on top of that, mm-hmm. cops arresting people. And yeah. so, when you have privatized prisons, you've got uh, monetization of policing, the militarization of policing. These are the things that happen, and when it disproportionately affects minorities, they're gonna eventually hit a breaking point and fight back. And I, I think, definitely see where it's coming from, for sure. Yeah, it's it sucks that we live in a violent time at the moment, but I mean, at least with the pole shooting, seeing like the community get united behind it, it kind of like is a glimmer of hope towards like you know making shit better in the future. Yeah, but I mean, it it just all this is all happening after that though too. So it's. It was a glimmer of hope at one point, and then it almost seems like within the past week to week and a half, we've taken yeah, like three four to more four shootings, steps backwards. So, no, no, no. And like, yeah, fucking, yeah, you're absolutely right. And yeah. it's people from it's it's not even other people attacking our infrastructure or anything. It's ourselves attacking within, ourselves. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm just like, dude, what the fuck are we doing, man? Another yeah. thing is like I think that like for instance like if you watch the video with um the individual from outside of Minnesota that was shot that cop was like freaking out like he was like his, yeah I he saw was, that he was cursing and screaming and yep he was obviously nervous and like you know I think it's a mix of a poor training was that wait was that the one that was uh, the guy that was shot in front of his yeah, his lady and his, and his daughter yeah yeah yep. and his daughter in the back seat and he's to freaking me, he's out freaking out. I think A bad training, B probably should have vetted that individual better, and then C this this whole mindset where that police see what they would even straight up say as citizens as being like almost the enemy, you right? Know what yeah, I mean? no, I and think specifically black people. Your like, adrenaline's rushing crazy, and then you don't know what to do with it. And they need to so, be able to find people that are not able are able to handle. High pressure situations and not think about race. Exactly, right. not get down paid to. anything. Well, no, That's they've done. Happen. They've done yeah. studies, and even with black officers, they'll pull out targets and they'll be like, like say, uh, target black guy, white guy. They pull the trigger quicker for a black guy every yeah. single time. Like it's straight up conditioned into their brain, and I, it might have something to do with that. You know, um, 
criminal activity is higher amongst the young black male population. Yeah, just what they're exposed to. So and so that that could be part of it. But you know, it, it just that's that is what is that's how it is now. Like black cop or white cop, they pull the trigger quicker if it's a black guy. Sure. And so there needs to be some kind of top down approach to combat that. Yeah. Because it's obviously nothing is happening. These how guys, about we don't pull the trigger? There was the time yes. before that they had like non-lethal weapons and stuff. And I understand that criminals are coming with guns and stuff too. It's just that, I don't know. What's the point to where, well, I think if someone's trying to kill you, regardless if you're a cop or not, you should be able to defend yourself. Right. Agreed. But I, I'm with you there. We should always try the non-lethal approach primarily. But if there is a situation where a guy's got a gun and he's willing to use it, maybe, you know, I think you are entitled to at least protect yourself if you've got a gun. Well, I know one of the main topics that's been brought up is that apparently with the training, there's not a lot of training going on with hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. And there's just more training with... Weapons, weapons. Yeah. and that's about it. And if you know people would think to just go towards hand to hand combat at first, I understand that some criminals may have a weapon on them at the time. But if you're outnumbered by four to five police officers, I'm sorry, but they they've taken the they oath to they've taken the oath to do what they're going to do. If somebody right. does get injured, eight cops empty all their clips yeah. into one guy. It's like if somebody uh, does get injured or, yeah, or that's fatally, a little overkill. Yeah, if they get oh, injured yeah. or fatally though? wounded in, in the know, you're right. I saw a video of a guy in San Francisco, a mentally ill homeless man who was known around the community, and it was seriously like twelve cops surrounded him and strip execution style, all unloaded their clips on this guy because he yeah, had a knife. That's too much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They they, they understand knife. the job that they took. Yeah, a knife. If if yeah. a cop is to be injured or fatally wounded in any situation, they understand. Like that's what they took the oath for but to do agreed. what they're doing. But the way that they're trained is that they put their lives and the lives of their fellow officers above the lives yeah. of the people in the community. And that goes back to that whole thing of seeing citizens as the enemy. And yeah, right. see, it's almost a gang mentality. It really is. Oh, like they sure. say police are the biggest yeah. gang in America. Exactly. I kind of stand by that. Like they they see that they need to be like their life comes so much more ahead of which is also why you see many police officers standing up for many of these other police officers who are maybe filmed recorded in a situation where it looks to the average citizen like holy shit what the fuck did this police officer do to this guy and then you have police bureaus you got the chief backing those police officers You've got the union, the union backing those exactly. police officers. Yeah. You have everybody backing them. They got them. a huge support and system. And then you're just like, well, what the fuck? Like, we can all see the footage here. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is hard evidence. And that's a problem, too. But they never go against it. No. Well, it's kind of, for me, it's like the uh, Trayvon and George Zimmerman thing. I know there wasn't a tape of it or whatever, but it's a, a fist fight turns into a gunfight. And, like, with the last guy that died in Louisiana or whatever, it's like, that seem like they're yes they're fighting on the ground. He's fighting with the police. Why does he pull his gun out and shoot him? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the part that's crazy to well, me. Well, they say like, that he's reaching and he actually was armed, but the gun never came out. And it it literally it just goes back to that they saw they perceive threat. Yep. And when they perceive even the least bit of threat, that's the instinct is to go for the gun and to pull the right. trigger and not just pull once. Empty the clip, like right. you said. Yeah. It it's like uh squat. It's like uh you know killing an ant with a sledgehammer kind of mentality. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Alrighty, well we're about two hours in, so <laughs> I'm gonna 
I'm going to go ahead and transition on into the heat of the week because we need to get everybody out of this bitch so we can all continue on with our lives on a yeah, lovely... Two, two plus hours of my fucking life. On a lovely <laughs> Sunday night. Three waiting here. for Frank. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. I, it, I had to keep with the tradition of guests showing up late and just fucking you guys. I actually showed shit. up like on time this time, which is which is a rare occurrence for yeah weeks clarence was the first person here i was very surprised yeah i was actually. surprised too very surprised well shit happens i guess oh shit what's I this about this <laughs> oh is this the heat of week intro yes smoke weed every day how does that make you feel as an audio engineer <laughs> <laughs> well it's Definitely not on beat at all. But no. And I <laughs> yeah, the to, smoke weed every day part is just way off. Like, it's just like thrown I, in there. I have to turn it way the fuck up on the board for you to even hear anything with that. The, I just, let's, let's get Shout out to whoever right made now. that. No, JT I love money, it, though. JT I Money, baby. JT Money. JT Money. Jesus Christ. Was, hey, that's, that part was completely unquantized and offbeat, but it was wonderful. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything else other than that for Heat of the Week. Really? So, yeah. No, that's, that's about you it. You lie. There's your song. You are a liar. Well, I was going to talk to, I was going to talk to you, actually. You told me you were going to talk to some people for me, my friend. Was me? that you? I thought that Who was you. Who are you talking to? Yeah, I was talking to Clarence. Yeah, what about having some, people on the show? No, to some uh, some funky funky people about a uh, a new heat of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There I you go. About that. For you. Okay, I'm gonna keep with the theme of uh, I did the theme song, the intro song. Well, I want to. So. I've got a different idea for heat of the week. I I want it to be. I'll tell you after the show because okay, I don't cool. want to give Take too much out. Yeah, let's talk here. after the show. I completely forgot about that. Topic. I don't want to give too much out for these these Thank cratons, you for reminding me. You yeah. know, they they, they don't want to hear this. Yeah, shit. We got to keep you hooked. Exactly, dumb motherfuckers. Oh, heat of the week. I I just want to real fast, everybody. I, I'm just gonna fruit do this. salad. No, no fruit salad. Kodak Black. Before I get into the heat of the week, I will give you this real fast Drake. one more time. <laughs> no, Drake. no Drake. No <laughs> Drake. Oh, God, here we go. No, I'm going <laughs> to bite my tongue. I'm going to bite my tongue. Uh, <laughs> just trying to build up some time while Steezy looks the up Democrats. the heat of the week. <laughs> it was a mosquito. I don't want mosquitoes around me. <laughs> heat of the week, song number like one. mosquitoes! <laughs> I don't like those mosquitoes. I never did. I never did. <laughs> I never did. Speaking of mosquitoes, the Mexicans, a huge problem. <laughs> I never did. <laughs> oh, shit. Those okay, so first, Trump, man. first song for Heat of the Week this week is Justice. Oh, I, I, I had, heard this. Yeah, I had a... Think of I every a, other Justice song you've heard. I had a, uh. yeah, I had a discussion <laughs> with with Clarence about this. He was he was rather jaded about this situation. Yeah, I heard this. I was gonna play this on the show on Thursday because like I had that as one of my backup songs in case I needed more time to fill, and I just couldn't bring myself to that. bring it. Oh, well, man. for Heat of the Week this week, I mean, week, it's just like typical. Ju- I don't know. Yeah. For no, Heat of the Week here, this yeah. week, yeah. they're all backup songs because I did absolutely no prep whatsoever because I had my my sister and all the kids in my house today. And I did no musical prep. Yeah, the floor is vacuumed. The carpets are nice and clean. Yeah, speaking of which, vacuum. Anybody who's got a uh, hookup on a good vacuum, hit me up because I need a new one. If you work at a Dyson factory. (laughs) Mine sucks dick. We need your viewership, please. Just drop out the back of the truck. Anyways, so we've got new song from Justice. It is called Safe and Sound. 
and it has been five years since they've released something. So... And it sounds like it could have been released five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to hate. Like, I like Justice. No, we need, a, we need different reviews. You know, it's groovy. It's groovy and funky. Like, every But it sounds like it could have come off the first album, you know? Yeah, but I like the first album. No, it's good. I just, uh... Sounds a little dated. Maybe they just know what a formula works for them and they're just going along yeah, that I never thing. heard any of the first stuff. I like it. That's nice funk. This is pretty much justice in a nutshell. It's it really funky, is. Yeah. Funky that's, dance music. See, that's, that's what I mean. I don't mean it in like a bad way. Like cool. It's not like, like something new. Stick with the formula. Oh, they just scored. Oh, wait, no. Offsides. Sorry. I mean, it's got that typical really funky bass line that Justice has. Exactly. It's got like the choir sounding like. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's got the girl. Yeah. yeah. It they reminds the, me of the, of the D-A-N-C-E yeah. song. They have the multi-chorus yeah. going on in the background. Yeah. I like that like arpeggiated like. Like that. That's cool. Serious arpeggiation going on. Arpeggios up that's the fucking good, wazoo. That's a good bass line. Like you're saying. It's yeah. It's, slappy. It's a slappy, yeah. funky bass Justice line. is slappy. known for the funky ass bass lines. That is for sure. That bass line just makes it happen. Though. I can. No, it's I cool. can fuck with this. I like this. It is very Justice, but it's it's good. But yes, there is no word on whether there will be a new Justice album in the future. Really? This, just one song by itself? Yeah, this is just released randomly. Wow. So. It's probably a B-side, I'm telling you. It could be. Something that's Definitely never got released. Be. That's dope, though, What in, in any event. I'm still enjoying it, regardless. Yeah. I, can, I can get my little you funky groove on. Right. Get my little yeah. funky groove on, my disco pants. I'm going to play this night when I go home and... Masturbate and rain jizz on down your face. <laughs> Parabolas of jizz. <laughs> that, that'd be a good uh, theme or name for this. Parabolas. A lot, of jizz. Le- lot less cleanup <laughs> if you just jizz. go for something. Jizz like. parabolas. <laughs> Dude, I just underestimated the pent upness of my uh, <laughs> of your like, jism. Yeah, like you said, jism. you're a large man. You're six three, like you said. Right? Your life essence. <laughs> life essence. Oh god, life. You guys ever seen Xavier Renegade Angel or whatever it's yes. called? Yes. No. I watched that in one of the uh, best Adult Swim shows ever. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen that one or twice. I don't remember. The any guy's part of knees it, like bend the other way. I got introduced to that in Austin's when you said life essence. I kind of brought that up, but continue on with Heat of the Week. God, I love Xavier Renegade Angel. Anybody who's never yikes, seen that yikes. shit. I'm going to have to go check that out when I go home. Please go watch that shit. It's so good. The wordplay and the shitty 3D animation. <laughs> it's so good. It's one of the weirdest shows you'll ever watch. but yeah. It's so terrible, but so good at the same it will time. Probably, you'll, your first impression is like you'll be very disturbed. You'll feel a little uncomfortable. And then eventually you'll be like, this is the greatest thing ever made. <laughs> Alrighty. So, next up. We have got a young MC by the name of Afro. Oh, oh, yeah, I listened to this last night. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a new EP that he has just debuted with a lovely producer by the name of Marco Polo. The EP is called the Afro Polo EP, and the song that we are playing today is Swarm, featuring Pharaoh Munch. Where has he been? 
Seriously, dude. <laughs> Feral Munch, actually, he put out an album last year. Really? Did he? Yeah. He put out an album last year. I'm pretty sure it was called Rapid Eye Movement. Was it called Rub On Your Titties? <laughs> Rub on your titties. That's yeah. not a, yeah. That's not dated. <laughs> I, but saw, no, it's, I saw him live at Rock the Bells in like 2006. Yeah, I oh, saw really? him a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, dude, Pharaoh, that was one of the fucking illest dudes to do it, man. Yeah, like, Pharaoh Munch was dope. That wordplay is crazy. He still got the crazy. Even on that Lincoln Park track, it was that remix track. It was dope. Really? Yeah. He laid that. He laid a track uh, verse down on a Lincoln Park track. So we've got Swarm. All right, let's hear this shit. The mass murderer. Mass murderer. This kid's like 17 or 18 as well, right? I think he's 19. 19 now. Yeah. Native American land, savior with lasers and anger and banging pace in the change of a shaken American stand, shaping the lyrics and stabbing your face with hangers and mask and tape. I laugh and jab at the wrath of pain and merit to grasp. Slash guitar, mask it all, bomb making plan and drop. Some say you know Ray is rubber than Macklemore. Travel fast and laugh the hacks of rapper, snap a track and apple, apple, nappy, had an Adam's apple, half an arrow. Every tackle, shackled, factual pack of jack and knack of sack and stack and jackals. Afro is the head of rap hysteria. They say I'm gibberish, I did it on purpose. Lifted in the sense from the virgin who went to the church's tips to the waitress, sits at the mix and then the shift of the matrix. Ziggy is deadly, your frog face looked like Marlowe's on the Oh, this is the Dylan one. Yeah. Dude, the kid is ill. And fucking Marco Polo as usual. Dude, that Iggy Azalea white chicks line was fucking great. He's fucking ill with it, man. He's a youngin' too. It's crazy. Marco Polo with the smooth production. Yeah, it's nice. Sicker than Mr. Robot, Anakin Skywalking, Anima Animal on the mic, Cannibal Cyborg protesting, fighting for his mechanical rights, publishing in my fucking mechanical rights. Swarm, West African killer beat. Did you guys catch the Mr. Robot reference? I have. Second season just came out. Yeah, no, I haven't no, seen the first episode. Yeah, I haven't finished the first season. Oh, dude. It's so good. So good. Alright, I'll check it out. Anyway. The second season's starting a little slow. I'm hoping it picks up, but I really love the first season. Isn't Christian Slater in that? He is, yeah. So that is Afro Afro with Marco Polo You can find that on SoundCloud You can find it on fucking Bandcamp You can find it on iTunes All that good shit It's a funky ass fucking EP With dope ass production from Marco Polo And ill witticisms and wordplay from your boy Afro, who's, like we've already said, a fucking youngin', man. The kid's young, so, I mean, he's only gonna develop into something crazier after the fact. 
That being said, we move on to the last song of the day for Heat of the Week. We've got Telekinetic Walrus. Oh, shit. Yes, son. I did a show with them. Oh, nice. At Redline, yeah. Nice, hell yeah. And From Miami. They've got a new joint out called That's What's Up. They're from Miami. Yep. Shout out to Ciro, my buddy. He plays uh, saxophone in that group. You can find this on SoundCloud. They're going on a new tour that just started uh, three days ago, actually. But they're not going to be in Orlando anytime soon for this tour. But they will be in St. Petersburg on August the 19th at Local 662. So if you want to go check them out, your local Florida, go check them out in St. Petersburg because they will be there. The song is called... That's what's up. That's a good name, too. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, they're a fun show. They wear crazy outfits and stuff. Really? Yeah, it's like very psychedelic kind of like. Oh, I couldn't tell by the artwork <laughs> or the name. Yeah, some interesting artwork for sure. So what would you call this? Like techno rap? Or? You know, this one's a little different than most of their stuff. Generally, I'd say it's like psychedelic rap. Okay. Like when you yeah. see them live, there's a lot of live instrumentation. Right, happening. a lot of shit going down. They've got like a saxophone player. They've got like a keyboardist. Like this sounds like a more electronically produced. Track. Right, but you can still hear kind yeah. of horns in the back almost. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty cool. But uh, their shows, they dress in like crazy outfits. Like I'm pretty. Ciro has like the like the goat legs. Like remember Mad TV when he oh, yeah. was a goat guy. Like he's oh, yeah. like dressed like that. They got like crazy like staffs. And, like some of them are dressed like they're out of like I don't even know. Not even Game of Thrones, but like just like crazy like almost like Guar, but like instead of like shooting Giant urine outfits. out, like yeah, it'd be like psychedelic, more psychedelic. Like. They're walrus suits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Various animal outfits. You know, the norm. Just just the norm. Yeah, you, you would wear it at church Telekinetic walrus. Yep. I could see myself taking drugs to Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I could, I, could, I, could, I could cut dance to this. I could flush some shit in half. Yeah. You, could, you can chop some invisible Damn ninjas right. to this. Oh, there you go. There's that sax right there. Oh, that was pretty good. I want to see B-Rock bust some into this. That was it. Oh, yeah, I want to see some more. You give us a tease. I could see B-Rock wearing that uh, that one hippie hat at a show <laughs> for this. Like, those is What, the one that, like, Steezy has? <laughs> did uh, does the Cornball lose that yet, or...? What is it, like Kangol? It's called Cornball. Cornball. Oh, cornball. <laughs> you know why I said Cornball? You guys watch uh, Arrested uh, Development? Yeah. Oh, cornball. I gotcha. That is a fucking corn dog. I always fuck that up. I always want to say Cornball. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, check that shit out. Telekinetic Walrus. The song is called That's What's Up. You can find it on fucking SoundCloud. Go see them on tour now, bitches. It's like a random... A group of music and just sounds and just makes it into music. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Damn tootin'. So with that being said, my boys, we did a uh, we did an extensive show today. We're at two hours and 
17 minutes right now. Wow. Woo. I need a Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, I need to go fucking pee. I haven't peed for the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I took a little break during, during <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, I had to. And uh, I think it's about time for Happy Hour Gringos also right after oh, this. It's 7.40. I haven't eaten Oh, God. Today. It's kind of close, bro. I need to eat some, oh, bro. some food, bruh. Some food, bruh. Likewise. So, with that being said, everybody, let's do our little shout-outs here. Let's start with Clarence first. All right. Uh, it's Clarence Beaks. You already know what it is. Crop Report. It's on WPRK, Thursdays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, check it out there. Check out Facebook.com slash Crop Report Show. Uh, all the latest happenings are posted there. Try to have uh, Frankie Fresh in sometime soon uh, yeah. before he departs and does other crazy you shit never elsewhere. see him again. Yeah, never see him again. Yeah, never again. Jeez. How dare you leave us? Motherfucker. <laughs> I was here for 10 years. You had your chance. <laughs> B-Rock? Uh, hit me up a thumbs 5,000. Just, you know, I'm fucking ready for those followers. Come on. <laughs> you got a decent number of followers already. Bring them on. The Bring porn bots. On. Yeah, a lot of fucking fake robots. <laughs> Sex robots. Always in forevermore, yeah. Sex robots. Pokemon. <laughs> All right. Frank? I uh, actually have a show this Friday. At Space Bar, um, your boy Raymond, That's right. Bando Jam. I was gonna bring a fucking flyer over here so I could yep. I could shout Damn that it, out. Man, Thank I'm you for bringing that. Oh, beach, I think you invited man. me to that on the, yeah, on the so, Facebook. What's up with that? All right, yeah, you guys familiar with Lil Yachty? I am not familiar. with I, I think I've heard the name. I yeah. just saw him in the Orlando Weekly, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ray was talking about him. Lil Yachty is like pretty big. Like he was on. Um, like he's worked with like Kanye. He's West on the boat to success. And uh, oh my god, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Anyways, regardless, uh, Reese, yeah, we got, yeah, Lil Reese is the headliner. He's yeah. Lil Yachty's cousin. He's part of Lil Yachty's crew. Oh, okay, and gotcha. So it's just like a bunch of like, uh, like dirty south like trap artists. Yep. I'm gonna be doing visuals. I'm also gonna do a DJ set. Uh, it's this Friday at Space Bar. Shit gonna is gonna be, be lit as fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be a stage in the back. You know, speakers, projection mapping. Like, it's gonna be dope. It's for anybody be a good who's show. forgotten, Reese was the artist for. I played the last song on the last heat of the week, where it started off very slow, and then all of a sudden, in the middle, it just dropped into some crazy fucking shit, and it just made you want to stomp like a gorilla everywhere. <laughs> That's Reese. It's going to be live as fuck, basically. He's going to be about... going to be lit. He's going to be about a five to six minute walk away from the trap house. Yep. So I will definitely be there this Friday night. Frankosaurus Fresh will definitely be there. So come fucking say what's up to us. Give us a shout because we're going to be doing our usual thing where we we berate other people in the bar to give us free drinks. You remember, uh, the, you remember those days when I used to MC for you? And that's oh, yeah. All and I used to say on the microphone, like, hey. Bring us beer. <laughs> we're thirsty. Frank and I, we're thirsty. We need free beer. It worked, though. People it worked all the time. bring drinks every time. All the time, man. All I fucking worked. love that shit. It's amazing. The Another note I might. found this fucking secret to success. Might yeah. might be my last stop at the trap house. Hopefully not. I'm sure I'll be able to come by yeah, again. Man. We um, hope not. We hope not. At least hopefully before you leave. Yeah. yeah come on, and then when, uh, I think so. I think it'll happen. And then when our, when our piece of shit Travis. Jesus friend comes yeah. over. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to the actual Lil Yachty show at the social. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we'll I'm, I'm probably going to try to. I was going to do at least one show with him when he's here in town because he's going to be staying here with me. Perfect. Hey. So I, I want to at least maybe try to do a couple with him while well, he's. While I'll he's do here. one as well. I'll be there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on that. Um, Definitely. Other that than fucking that, piece of shit. Look out for my project, Frankie Ray, <laughs> Memoirs of Frank Blackhawk EP, mixtape. <laughs> 
that's actually Blues. that's all <laughs> fake actually. Um, but no, Bandcamp. Uh, you know, Frankosaurus Fresh on SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Frankosaurus with a four on Snapchat. And, couldn't um, get number one. I couldn't get <laughs> it. Well, no, Frank. It's like <laughs> Frank Forsaurus. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Facebook, Frankosaurus Fresh. Hit me up. So yeah, we talked about a bunch of heavy shit on this episode. Well, not too much, but we we we, we went Towards into it a little bit. So I mean, just to end, you know, with all of that, we're just mainly having this conversation just to have the conversation because this is what's going on around us I love right now. Jewish people. So with that all, <laughs> with that all, I just want to make Jews. it clear. <laughs> with that all being said, you know, just take care of each other. That's yeah, really all we have to say. Let's not pull other. our guns out. Okay? That's about yeah, it. Don't no shoot American. each other. That's yeah, let's try it. to solve our problems with words rather yeah, than Yeah, you know, words. fucking. Just take care of our fellow man. We're all fucking human beings. It doesn't fucking matter. Like I was saying with the the karaoke thing last night that we went to, it was fucking nice to see a nice diverse crowd. Absolutely, and it, everybody was having a good time. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was talking to each other. It was fucking beautiful. Why open right. dialogue is an important uh, so let's aspect. Just, let's just keep well. that. Let's keep that idea moving forward. Let's keep that mentality moving forward as we continue on. With that all being said, you can find the show on Twitter at Steezy Trap House. You can find me on Twitter personally at Steez Trap. Find the show on Instagram at Steezy's Trap House. Find us on Facebook. Like our fan page. Join the Facebook group, STH Show, where there's all kinds of discussion about all kinds of fucking bullshit going on. I'll post this ridiculous picture of Frank's full champagne glass. <laughs> and from, the filleted penis. Yeah, and the fillet. Oh, we never <laughs> did the filleted penis. Yeah, I was hoping we wouldn't have that. No, that's good. I, good. I'm they glad we didn't right do that, that yeah. actually. You guys don't want to see that. Uh, and uh, we, yeah, if you see it on the page, please report it. <laughs> I want to get this shut down. And uh, you can download the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Rate us five stars. Give us a good fucking review because it helps us more than you know. Use our Amazon link. It doesn't cost. Oh, you remember the Amazon link? Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> doesn't cost. When you're on the Facebook page, doesn't cost you anything extra to use our Amazon link. You can find it on the Facebook page, STH Show, or our website. Steezy's Trap House.com. You pay whatever you pay for your usual shit that you buy from Amazon. There's no extra charges so tacked on to it. Here. You just got to make sure that just people not going to give you a virus, guys. We promise. We you're won't not, steal your identity. You're not going to get anything fucking crazy. It's just going to be a little thing taken away from that that doesn't go to Amazon and they're going to give it to us instead. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Use the link because by God, I need some fucking money for this fucking show. Hey, give God. us your money. Anyways, <laughs> and last but not least, shout out to the fucking podcast mafia. the podcast mafia. They're all holding it down. Vote for any of the podcast mafia people that are in for best local podcast because we want one of them to win instead of Tom and Dan because fuck those guys. And you yeah. should write in the Clarence Beak show <laughs> as the best radio show. <laughs> Just for, just for shits and giggles. No one's gonna do that. Shout out Fuck to you. Uh, you guys Fuck should you. all go to www.fatspickchickenfucker.com. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we get some Amazon affiliates from that as well, so they'll throw us a couple. couple don't, dollars. don't go to that website, really. So, with that all being said, thank you very much don't for downloading the show. We appreciate you guys and your fucking support. We love you all. Much peace and love, bitches. Bruh. Mm-hmm.